Okay, Terry, Michael, buddy, good to see you guys back. Hey, good to be here, guys. First of all, I'd just like to say this. I'd like to thank NWA, Jim Crockett, Channel 17, and Ted Turner for giving us a chance here in the NWA. Now, you know it's like this. A lot of the promoters around the country, they blackballed the Freebirds. And the reason why is because we done wrapped too many cheers around people's heads. Now, you know it's like this. I ain't gonna stand out here and say that we're the greatest wrestlers in the world. And I ain't gonna stand out here and say that we're the worst. But I am gonna say that we can swing a cheer better than anybody in professional wrestling today. <laughs> hey, you know what? We've been all around the country and all around the world, and a lot of people don't like us, but there's an awful lot of people that do like us, and we're back home here in Atlanta, and we're gonna show everybody here in Atlanta just who the Freebirds still are. You know something, baby? The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. Now, you know, I hear through the grapevine that the horsemen are saying, Freebirds, this ain't MTV. Well, let me tell you something, baby. We know it ain't MTV. It's Channel 17, and this is Atlanta, Georgia. And Atlanta, Georgia is our home. You understand what I'm talking about? So Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, get everything you got together. Because when you come walking down the aisle in the Omni on the 7th of June, you're going to have to try to walk down Bad Street. And like Bam Bam said, many of them tried, but nobody, nobody has made it to the end of the block. And it ain't going to be no different. That's right. We hit Freebird Fantasia going to Fort Myers tonight. But in the Omni, in the Omni, bring it on down and we'll find out, baby. We're back. <laughs> the Fabulous Freebirds back with us right here on the Superstation. This is Mark Merrill, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass choppy. What this network needs, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live. Live. From Shaolin, Staten Island, New York City. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. On Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. All the people gave and a- 
Pokemon, no shoelaces. Oh, yeah. Episode 407 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live on the Rant. Rant EM Radio, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. I am Phil. I'm, J- I'm Jay. And uh, we're live. Hello to everybody in the chat room. And uh, hello to Shaylin. Oh, say hello. You know what? Let's bring up the gimmicks and say, and say hello to everybody. Let's do that. Let's say hello to um, Miss Shaylin. Fuck! Did you see what Squires did today? No. He put our faces on, a, on an LJN figure commercial. Get out. I got oh, Junkyard I Dog. <coughs> oh, there you go. So you happy finally with the... By the way, I love the new LJN. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, people be keep buying us shit. We can't display it. So I... So here's the deal. We we don't have a nice setup because we had to relocate. First, we do, were doing it remotely because of the pandemic. And then we were, do, then we were doing it in Choppy's house. Choppy moved to the other end of the island. But wow. he's got kids and he's got... And Brielle's doing her own thing with the fucking... With, Social media, so I just said, you know what? I I don't want I don't want that distraction. So I brought the stuff here, and then everything else happened. So yeah. we, uh, you know, this is a work in progress. We, real estate's rough right now. So um, when we get a better camera, and we get maybe I'll pull, put more stuff out. Maybe I'll put a shelf over here or some shit, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, he um, I I vow I vow to uh, Phil in uh, pre production that. Um, in the coming weeks, I am going to become more tech savvy. I'm going to be like fucking Steve Jobs up there. <laughs> Let's say hello to my cousin Richie. And Anybody seen Richie? And what are you going to do? I said not, and not, not, not Steve Jobs today. I meant Steve Jobs of like 1990s. That's like, funny shit. So nice Chung Lee hairdo, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Aaron? What's going on, everybody? Um, yeah, my Adidas, 35 years old this week. I, it, it's so funny. I was with uh my stepson Dylan. Today, Dylan, and we were talking, and it was so. It, this is how you know. First off, they call me old because I was born in the eighties. <laughs> then, so then I'm really old because I was born in the seventies. So, and it's and it's. Uh, you ever want to be humbled? Talk to talk to uh, you know, a kid, nine year old, ten year old, just to see what they want to know. And I, one, I had a really great day with them. At uh, we went to Dave and Buster's. The carnival is at the Staten Island Mall, and of course, it was closed because yeah, of the weather. Seven dollars. <coughs> Seventy dollars to get in that fucker. Yeah, so we uh, we ended up having you know a really good time at Dave and Buster's. But on the car ride there, it was funny because I said something about I was like, oh, you know, like Michael Jordan, and he looks at me and goes, "Who?" And I was just like, "God, like how?" Michael Jordan, I think, is somebody that is timeless. So then it dawned on me, we're gonna watch, we're gonna have to watch uh, the the uh, what is it, the Last Dance. I gotta make hit make. I was like, he's like LeBron minute. James. The Last Dance. You've never seen The Last Dance? Not on purpose. No, I don't think so. With with I know Michael Jordan. Oh no, the, the documentary. You mean, you mean the docu- the documentary. Yes, I didn't mean that dance movie. No, no I say the last. Are dance? you kidding me? I watched it every week last week oh. last year. Of course, I watched it. Love that. Um, uh, Shaylin says Mr. Power Strip going to be more tech savvy. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a tie dye Ultimate Warrior shirt today. Ah, uh, this and so now every time Jay mentions Dylan, I should play this. Why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll cut it in half. Dylan! Dylan! Oh, I gotta do that. You son of a bitch. Oh, I'm gonna do that to him. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so doing that to him. But uh, yeah, the, the fucking younger generation don't know who Michael Jordan is. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. And you would think because basketball's 
probably basketball is as or maybe more popular now and, than it was when we were kids. And, and he's not he's not the biggest sports fan. He he's like I said, yeah, he's dipped his know. toe into into. He knows who LeBron James is. LeBron James is, but he he. I was like, wow. I was like, this. That's how you know. That was like the first realization of going, whoa. This is this is generations really are a thing. So, all right, let's get some uh, let's get some good news, bad news out of the way because I wanna I don't wanna bring down the show. I mean, not bring down the show, but I don't wanna set the mood and then fucking say something else and then I'm gonna be all, all disappointed again. All right, so. Michael Jordan, the sneaker guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Matthew, yes. Um, all right, so um, the bad news is um, Choppy won't be with us for the immediate future. Um, he got called back into work, and we don't know what's going on. Um, I basically waited, f- you know, every we talked to him for five months now, and, I, you know, every, every weekend was like, on, we, we kept getting different dates, and we kept getting... Um, his work schedule. Too. His work schedule is is um. I mean, he's the union called him back or whatever it was, and then he's working like different hours, like the the third shift. Uh, we call it, in EMS. We call it and 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 actually sanitation too. We call it a tour three. Yeah. So the, the it's the two to ten, three to eleven, four to midnight type of shit, right? Um, and so the bottom line is is that I'm not. I've I've grown to not have patience the last several years of my life, and because of certain, certain I mean, I'm learning better in therapy. I'm doing, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being a good boy, and I'm constantly corresponding with Jay and, and my close friends, um, and family. And the idea was that I I don't want to stop doing and I don't want to stop doing the show. And if Jay couldn't do it, because Jay's lifestyle just changed drastically, <laughs> if Jay couldn't do it, I was probably going to back out for a little while and shut it down because I just don't want to do it by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm and at this stage in my life, I don't want to sit here and look for people who who are compatible and and are not physically here or I have to, you know what I'm saying? It's this is we, we this is a niche audience that we have, and 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 wrestling podcasts are a dime a dozen now, so it's like I can't, you know. We're not competing, but we we built this. We I built I I built this brand. I was the, just gonna say, excuse to, to me, the but point. say it right. You built. It. I and built I built the brand. Yeah. But we but we are a team, and I don't and I and I and I and I can do it by myself. I just choose not to. Um and Choppy's my brother. You know, Jay's my brother now. Choppy's my brother. I mean, we're family. You know, I've been and Choppy makes my stay out here. More tolerable, he did when I, you know, and then now Jay and, and my son and you know, and my girl. But it's like it's you. You have to understand something. I, you know, I made a lifestyle change, and I have more free time on my hands than yeah. than my compadres do, which is fine. But you know, I can't really, you know, I can't wait for my man to get to get right, you know. And he's got a lot of shit going on behind the scenes too. Yeah. Exactly. That that that's the other side of it too. I mean, I mean, it's not um, it no nowhere near. I I, I the, you know at least where I stand, and and I don't want to speak for Phil, but like it's it's not his fault. You know, it's just it's one of those Sophie's choice things. You know, it, it life. You know, balancing the plate of life and and family and, and and everything. It's it's not easy. I'm. This is something I'm just coming to learn myself. And um, but. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I got to finish this thing. But, you know, and, and that's what, um, so, like, this is, you know, like I said it to Phil, like, 
it's one of those things where you know he he's just I I think there's only 24 hours in a day and, and I think we it's like it's like food shopping when when you're starving you always buy more food like and you know want and need are always two different things and it's hard so you know <coughs> you know that's what like you were saying with with chops you just want you know he's got to get he, he's back to work you know you got to get that home life you know you know situated first and then this will you know this will always be here so you, you know, know and <coughs> you know and you know you've been doing such a bang up job that you know i felt like you had more room to grow on the show the reason why we added jay was to be versatile yeah. like it would be me and jay and then jay and choppy or jay and Chop. you know i'm so like that's why we and because jay just fit in with us and it was like um, you know, people are asking, well, we, you guys, we're, we're live on Facebook, right, guys? Because people are texting me saying they're not, they're not seeing it. Uh-oh. Um, but I, but you got, but the chat room is live, so. <laughs> um, anyway, it's um, but, uh, you know, it just happens. Yeah, life does. Life, life takes a turn, Shay. It happens to all of us. It's, it's, Choppy has carte blanche. He's got, yeah. you know, he, he earned, he earned. My my love and my admiration, and uh, more importantly, here my respect as a peer. And I forget about family. I mean, I baptized one of his kids, and we're, and we're like brothers, you know. But it's like, you know, I I I can't get mad at something that life. T- you know, you can't get mad at something you have no control over. And his life has changed drastically in the last couple of years. And with the and when then then you know Jay and Jay and I worked through the pandemic. He didn't. Yeah. So now he's just getting his life back. He he's it. getting his finances back. So maybe one day he'll be back. I can't. So I'm not. So for people who are asking, I finally, I can see you on Facebook just fine. Okay. <laughs> but 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 for people who are asking, yeah, I I because I, I I spoke to Choppy today, and it because he was supposed to be back tonight, and I didn't advertise it to you guys because we didn't. I didn't want to advertise, and then he wasn't here. And I had a whole thing set up, and I had the whole I had a music video for him to play and everything. And and when and then this morning he texted me and told me he wasn't coming. And I was like, I was heartbroken, and um, I'm heartbroken because I I don't get to see my friend anymore. But I'm I'm even more heartbroken because I don't get to have him on the show. And I I might we might lose a couple of listeners, man, because. It's a different dynamic with it us. It really is, yeah. So it's like you know we d- we're not over the we're not as over the top as Choppy is. He's he's hysterical and he's you know <laughs> he brings that flavor to the show. That's I'm not, I, listen. I'm a funny motherfucker. No disrespect, yeah. but I you know I I don't try to be funny. I think I think sometimes he's over the top and he's amazing with it. You know. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even realize what he's saying. That, that that's the best part of it. Well, that's the beauty of it. Too. Yeah. <coughs> and that's, and it's the same thing with me. Like. You know, I, uh, I I said it. That was the first thing I said to Phil. I was like, I'm not as funny as he is. <laughs> you know, it's but I I just want to say thank you because honestly, this is the and I was telling Jay this in pre-production. I was telling us to Steph. I was telling us to to Rob. To I spoke to Rob today. Um, this is the only thing that I've done in in the last decade that I felt completely right about. Even like my my marriage and friendships I made and and relatives like this is the this is more uh, this is like more th- to me than than anything, and I felt like nine I just we're coming up on nine years, and we built this 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 fan base and we built, um this this whole thing you know, and I I can't begin to thank I mean I I thank everybody all the time but like it's. It's that kind of party with me, and I don't want to. I don't want to lose that with you guys, and I, you know, 
Um, Jay is the crush on the Turnbuckle Demolition Team. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, <laughs> fu- that's fucked up. I'll take no. I'll take that. You kidding? What? Crush, crush was a tag champion. I'll take that. I think that's. I think that's kind of accurate. All right. Well, I don't I'll think it's fucked up. Anyway. R.I.P. Brian Adams. R.I.P. Career. <laughs> um, but um, pro pro wrestling is my mistress. It's the only thing in my life that that always felt right to me. And the fact that I get to do this and the fact that I put more effort into it than anything in my life, I haven't felt this good about doing something since I played organized sports, you know? Yeah. And the last time I put on a pair of skates to play hockey was I was almost 15, 20 years ago. You know, and I, in, I even playing softball with, with, with Hammer's dad a couple of years ago, it was like, it was nice to pick up a bat again, but it was like, all right. And there's certain things I can't do anymore, but I, I mean, I was good, but I wasn't as agile as I was, but... Yeah. Um, but this comes second nature to me, and this was something. And you know what? How I met Jay is how I'd be doing this in a bar. Or yeah. a, 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 anybody who wants to talk wrestling with me, I'm 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 all about it. And I and I, I'll get like um, uh, Tomas, a bunch of guys just messaging me. Hey, did you see this? You see that? And I try to be interactive with everybody, because at the end of the day, it's you guys who make this worthwhile for me. And to make it worthwhile for Jay, I mean, we we had like I said, Jay's lifestyle changed drastically in the last couple of months. Yeah. And um, I said to him, and this is no bullshit. I'm breaking the fourth wall. I'm like, listen, I said, if if you can't do this, I'll understand because yeah. listen, you just made this commitment to your girl. She's got kids. Jay's like fucking Mr. Mom now. <laughs> Pick up the kids from school, <laughs> going to the arcade, right? So it's like, but this is, but um, but he's been like a rock because. I, we feed off each other, almost like what me and Chops do. Jay puts more input into it, I think, because he, I think he wants it more right now. And I, you know what? I, and I, I can't knock that hustle. Well, well I, yeah, I um, well, I just uh, I, you know, we we always say we say it around Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know we said it the last year or so, and and you know, uh, thanks is always out to everybody that listens. Anybody that that listens, um, I'll be r- absolutely remiss, you know, and. You know, Chops ain't here, and you know, and this goes to him as well. But you know, the amount of work that Phil that Phil puts into this, um, you know, nobody sees. Uh, you know, so w- w- you can hear it um, when when he's talking about it, and it it kind of goes without saying. So it's kind of infectious in in a way too. <coughs> and you know, for me, just talking for for my for my personal standpoint, like I I. I've I've listened to podcasts, you know, uh, you know, for for a number of years. To to the to the fact that I can even say that I even have one and 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 do it is is amazing. Uh, th- that in and of itself, is, and you know, I I can't thank you enough, Phil, for 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 letting me do this, and anybody that's listening, you know, and you know, so to me, and that's what it's that's what we want to uh, push forward now is you know. Yeah, the dynamic has changed, and hopefully, Chops just comes back, and we could pick up where we left off. Right. You know, we're not. I'm not looking. You know, I said this isn't turning into the Arn Anderson. Not thing. your spot, my <laughs> spot, my dog spot, liver spot. I don't want that. You know. No, no, no. <clears throat> it's it's not like you're replacing anybody. It's no. You were part of the team to be. Uh, yeah. It's not like you were part of the team prior. And like I said, Choppy didn't really didn't quit. No. Matter of fact, he didn't quit. even ret- he didn't even return my phone call today. Yeah. Well. You know. But Busy. Yeah, right. But it's um, you know, 
Yeah, thanks. Cause I we're gonna try listen, to make you, the best everybody wants it. to jump in. I, you're not the th- you're not the lo- you, the problem. The problem with people just jumping in is that this is this is a different vibe. Like me, like me, me and my cousin could talk wrestling, but it's a different vibe than when me and you talking wrestling. You know. So I mean, yeah, we'll bring people on to hang out and talk with us and shit like that. But yeah, like, I wasn't gonna start looking for people to bring in because I, I, I at this point in my life I'm t- I'm too. I'm too disconnected from certain things. Like I'm, you know, I'm kind of getting old like that. Where it's like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But then again, like I have to, like when 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 Dave left, um, we got Scott, and I and I knew and I knew Scott from like in the high school. He was part of the one ten crew, but Scott also lives eight hundred miles away in Virginia. So it's like that was hard because I, he was never in person, and it was we ha- we had to do the Skype thing and whatever, whatever. Then when that fell apart. Over some bullshit, um, you know. Choppy sat in. I was doing this by myself. Like, yeah. and I was gonna do it, and Choppy came over to hang out. He lived a half a mile from me. He came over. He sat down. He's like, "All right." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "You want to come back next week?" He's like, "Yeah." And then within like five weeks, he was part of the show. Yeah. Um, and then we went on, and and we always talked about doing the whole third party thing, like like what we're, what Wrestling Soup did for a little while with Johnny Drapes. And I was like, you know what? I said, but th- it's got to be a, it's got to be a unique, special person, you know. And Drunk Jay was very, very unique and very <laughs> special to me. And it was like, you know what? And I, the girl I was seeing at the time, I said, you know what? I told her, I was like, you know what? If 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 they all come as genuine as Jay did, I was like, I wouldn't have never, I would never have had a problem looking for a co-host anyway or a third person. It's just that kind of vibe. We just need to switch it up because we're getting stale. Yeah. And I felt we were getting stale. Um, the format is always from the current to the way back, and we still are yeah. the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment <laughs> broadcasting. There is no doubt about it, and I'm not. I don't want to say I'm better than anybody else, but w- w- what you see is what you get. Uh, and I, this is, and I've always said this: the podcast is an extension of me. I don't. I don't play a character. I don't come out of my face. I do. This is what I do in person. Anybody who knows me in real life knows that for a fact and I think that's why I feel like I have a strong connection with some of you guys because we've built these friendships in the last nine years and I can't and we've been endorsed by the biggest and the baddest we've been endorsed by Don Tony and Kevin Castle we've been endorsed by Wrestling Soup we've been endorsed by Jason Solomonster we've been endorsed by the Shining Wizards so it's like we we ha- and and Kev- OG Kevin Gill mm-hmm. like we we are a person we have friends in the business now. This is really fucking. Uh, it's 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 baffling that we're friends with Joel Gertner and we're friends with Sonny Ono. These guys, you know, um, but it's like we built these friendships, and I don't. And we and we built a rapport with some of you guys, and it's like I don't want to lose that. I don't. I if I it, when it becomes a job, I'm gonna stop doing it. That's the bottom line. When it becomes work, I'll stop doing it. That that's just how it's gonna go. Um, but for now, uh, we're going to keep moving forward. Um, the anniversary show. The anniversary show is slated for July the 9th. We're probably going to try to do it for 7 o'clock. Because yeah. it, no, it normally runs long. And I think you're coming to Philly with us the next day? I think I'm coming to Philly that okay, next day. Okay, so, and there's a bunch of us going to be in Philly the next day. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'll be out during the day doing some... Uh, I gotta do some. I gotta do some sightseeing and stuff like that. But at night we're all getting together. I think Rob's even coming. Sweet. Mott Spock's gonna be there. Uh, 
Who else is going to be? I Mott did, Spock coming in. Mott huh? Spock. Yeah, so that's the thing. Mott Spock co- was coming in for the, for the, for the show, for and the I was Philly, like, yeah. I felt bad. And I was like, all right, so he's going to be joining us. We, we finally – we we might have a venue. I'm work, working on a venue. We just got a venue offered to us. And if it's done in time, which I think it's going to be because they already started construction, uh, we'll have a venue for the show, and it's going to be cool. And it'll be a lot of, about a mile away, and nice everybody yeah. and, er, and everybody can be comfortable. We can and have like a little like a gonna, little party. We have a party, and we're gonna have it's gonna be we're gonna have better we're gonna have better video. Yeah. Uh, prob- I might get a hopefully we'll have enough dough to get some better mics. We'll have like a better setup, and um, you know it's uh, that's a special show because it's it's the anniversary show, and all bets are off. We go crazy, we drink, we get silly. But we want to end early because we're going to Philly the next day. And I'm actually staying in Philly that night. So oh, it's like. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like I already, you know, it's. They want me to go to Baltimore on Sunday for fucking Ring of Honor. I'm like, I can't drive. The, we can't go to Baltimore. Cause, I mean, I'd love to, but I can't, you know. Because yeah. we have mixed company come. But it's like, it's, that's too much wrestling. For me. <laughs> it, it really is. Like when we did the G, when G1 came to town, we did the convention. Different story, yeah. We did the convention. I snuck in. A, Rob and I went. Rob and I left the convention. Went to the movies down the block and saw Shazam. <laughs> went back to the fucking convention. Then went to a match that night. We had Kaiju Big Battle at midnight. There was so many things going on that weekend. Yeah. Um. It was like it was. It's too much wrestling. You know. Should I gas up the gas up the the bus? Yeah, Matt. You should. Yeah. The road report is is definitely going to be needed for the um. You and the road report. Whoever you, whoever you're bringing, you and the road report will be on on the show. Um. And we're probably going to open the phone lines or whatever that day too. So it's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, we g- so that's gonna be sl- that's gonna be cool, and uh, we're just working on stuff like you know if you guys uh, we're gonna start opening su- up suggestions to the to the to the audience if you guys want to hear a certain throwback. I know we're getting emails from the UK, yeah, mid south, mid south. People want to hear more NWA. People want to hear some AWA stuff. Jay wants to do some fucking uh, more Japan stuff. So yep. it's like we have a lot of B dialing. That's right, Matt B dialing. So. Um, <laughs> We're gonna do some Ring of Honor. We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna yeah. do some TNA. TNA. So we're 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 kind of we we we. There's a lot of ideas in the think tank, and it's funny with uh, you know the pe with the peacock, the cock as we call it. The here. cock. The cock here, you know, cocking us. Um, it's actually opened up the door for a lot more um, work. Yeah, a lot with a lot more creativity as well, though. So, you know, in the coming weeks, we're gonna have we're gonna have some good stuff. So. You want a Dungeon of Doom all October? Yeah, <laughs> yes. We'll definitely get some Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, I know it's your. F- I can't. I can't stand him, motherfuckers. But everybody wants to hear him, so we're gonna do it. We might as well get to it finally. We will do more fantasy warfare. Absolutely, Matt. We just talked about that actually. Yeah. We just have to pick like um. I want you know what, it, what fantasy warfare is. I want to pick something. Every time we do it, there's always two or three different stories, and I like that. I hate this fucking Trey Young guy. He's pissing yeah. me off with his. Five-year-old Bobby doll haircut <laughs> that he has. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got the Knicks on um, on the uh, on the big screen right now as we're doing this. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing a lot more of the stuff. If you guys have any suggestions, please put them on the page. I want more interaction with you guys on the page. It's not just Matt putting our faces on videos. You know, I want you guys to be, have more feedback. I want you guys to put more stuff on the page. I want more content on the page. Um, I want you guys to to be able to talk to us where you know. Even if we don't like your idea, we're still gonna su- we're still gonna support it anyway. You know, it's like we we feed off you guys. You know, it, it, and um, you're the reason why I'm, we're still doing this. You're the reason why I'm here at seven o'clock at night and not somewhere else. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, Jay, it, Jay as well. Um, 
you oh you know what that Kurt Owen thing yeah, J, uh, Matt said he posted a few weeks ago a perfect fantasy warfare be Kurt Ending Kurt, um Kurt Angle and, and Owen Hart as a tag team. Oh. So yeah, ah. yeah. <coughs> you, you might want to email me that or inbox me with that so I can re- rewrite that down. I I, jo- I wrote it down at work on scrap paper, and I and I it's in my drawer. I have, I have to look for it, but um, I did write down that 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 gimmick though. That'll be interesting actually. Um, but yeah, there, there's so many things that we want we want to do, and um, now that we know have choppy, unfortunately, we well, we, yeah. we don't have to work because we t- we picked the throwback for him for tonight because he was gonna be here. By the way, I really did. I really did enjoy the throwback too. It wasn't terrible, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Chops thought it was going to be dreadful. I thought it was really he, good b- because he's dreadful. That's <laughs> why. Let's be honest, and he knows it. He knows it. I hope he's listening too. Imagine that's a rib. Imagine he just did that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Telling us for the last six yeah, months, has, I want to do. I want to do insurrection. I want to do insurrection two thousand one. I'm like, okay, and it it wasn't bad. No, you know, it wasn't bad. Uh, but yeah, Hogan title to the Warrior. Yeah, okay. That's another thing we could do. What if Hogan turns heel? I mean, uh yeah, I mean there's so many things that we can do. It's just uh it's a it's a deal. You yeah, know? so we, we like I said, it, it, there's stuff we, we have a lot of stuff floating in the think tank and you know, uh hopefully every all the pieces fall in where we want them to go. More content um coming. So just stay tuned and like you said, can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, Please. sincerely, thank you. <coughs> and uh Choppy, we love you, we miss you. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, hope s- hope to see you soon. Get your shit together, you know. Even 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 if it's just a dinner, hope to see you soon. Yeah, just you know, I mean, we'll we'll see him hopefully by you know. I know I was Brielle was like, we miss you guys, and I'm like, all right, we gotta make time, you know. It's like uh, I've been not handicapped with Jay, but but I've I've been putting more effort into this because Choppy's not here, you know, and yeah. I, and, I, and I was scared we were gonna lose the dynamic, and I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna like not give Jay a chance to fucking shine because it's because Choppy's not here and it's not his fault. It's nobody's fault, really. You know, it's just life. It happens. So now that we have this this going, if you guys still stick with us, then we appreciate it. And if you, if you lost a couple of you guys, I apologize. Um, we'll get them back. Uh, you know what? I, honestly, I take it back. I'm not even going to apologize. <laughs> fuck you. That's you know, what Choppy would say. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> That's exactly what Choppy would say. Um, you know, because you know what? At the end of the day, it's it's still turnbuckle throwbacks. It's still the the fucking the best retro wrestling podcast on the planet. And um, I'll I'll. That's the only thing I can put my stamp of approval on, and walk away from it knowing that I did something well in this in this world. And when I'm good and gone, you'll have a bunch of audio of of you and you you've got my life story on here. You've gotten philatorials. You've gotten politics, religion. You've gotten amazing wrestling content. You've gotten some good guests, and you've gotten hilarity. Yeah, we. I mean, between the Christmas shows and the anniversary shows, and and like and everything in between. Uh, when Dave, when Mega Powers used to host the Black Achiever Awards for the rant, like there's so many things, and I was the the Black Carpet, the pre-show host for that. Um, there's no we we there was no line, mm-hmm. there was a blurred line we crossed that we were we were habitual line steppers as Dave <laughs> as, as uh Charlie uh, Murphy rest Charlie in peace Murphy. would say, habitually we were line stepping, but we line step because. Like I said in the beginning of the show, pot, wrestling podcasts are a dime a dozen. It's just how you deliver it. And I feel like we have our own brand, our own spin on shit. So 
With that being said, we got a ton of news to get into. Yeah, it's uh, it, there was no shortage of news this week. No, no, not at all. And we, we, I think we should start off with the news that hot off the press today. It, this is. Oh, you don't you don't want to do this one first? You want to do you want to do that one? You want to do that yeah, one? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, let's all do right, go ahead, go ahead. So it was. I got it reported from Meltzer. From Meltzer that there is Nick Khan, who apparently is making a lot of. <coughs> A lot of noise in, in inside WWE. For those who don't know who Nick Khan is, he's the new president of WWE. And he ap- apparently opened opened up some sort of a dialogue with New Japan to to be their American partner. So now, you know, so many things are being, you know, being said about it. But, um, you know, just to quote Meltzer with saying it is like uh, being a, a biggest stories of the year is uh, Nick Khan has been talking to New Japan about WWE being an exclusive American partner with the promotion. Right now, New Japan has been working with AEW. Nothing's been... An impact. Yeah, has, nothing's been cemented. But this could be a um, monster play for... Almost like for the competition. This is This is a little bit of a Vince McMahon... You know, dig, in the 80s dig type like, move. Like with him pulling, wrestles from the territories, you yeah. mean? Okay. So, they, they, you know, so Dave goes on to say there's a lot of, there's a million questions, you know, surrounding it. But, you know, basically it's it's been it's been to keep New Japan in the loop, which pre-pandemic was the third strongest company in the world, which arguably was 100% right. And uh, uh, keeping away from working with other companies that could strengthen the competition against Vince, which, I, you know, Obviously, this could be something, and but you know you also have to admit that you know WWE for a long while since the nineties, late eighties has been trying to go into Japan in some shape or form. Um, SWS stuff. Well, they've they've had they've had a Inoki a, had a working agreement with them a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, so I mean, this isn't really this is news for today because this does seem like a, a pot shot against. The A Dub and R O H and you know, um, but I, I I mean to see that the the E is open up opening up to doing it, I, the possibilities are endless. There are a lot of questions surrounding it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. That I think this is I think it's not as big as what they what they're saying it is. I think that it's just like. A phone call was made or an email was sent. the the problem The problem with 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 um with this is is that WWE now has 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 been trying to tickle their way into what they did the stuff with Evolve, and they merged with them for a little while, and then now they 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 they, they allegedly had something to, going on with MLW with Court Bauer, yeah, and then Court Bauer squashed that shit. He was like, "No, it's not going to happen," you know. And then they see New Japan and what they're doing, and what they're doing is they're they're creating stories. And I feel like their WWE's behind. What's up, Mott Spock? What's up, brother? There he is. We just talked about you. Um, Good. Of there's NX- NXT Asia. Yeah, they talk about NXT Japan. Um, I think this this whole thing with them with with them talking is nicey nice, but I don't know if it's if it's if if it's beneficiary to any of the franchises. And I'll say and I'll tell you why. There's a style of wrestling in Japan. It's either King's Road or Strong Style, and you can't. There's no really. They don't do a lot of glitz and glamour. You have characters, you have gimmicks, but they don't emphasize on that. 
They emphasize on on the on the on the on the uh, on the wrestling, and they emphasize on the on the importance of building characters and pushing guys, you know. And their and their training is different, and their booking is way. Different. I just had this problem. I just talked was talking about this with Rob the other night. We we did a FaceTime. I said New Japan's booking is is out of in, insanely different. Mm-hmm. Um, um, would it be nice? Sure, you know. Would it, would I like to see Nakamura go back to Japan as WWE? Yeah, of course I would. Would I like to see the Bullet Club in, invade SmackDown and beat up on Roman Reigns? Yeah, of course I would. But it, it's it. I don't I don't see it as a viable uh, commodity. Um, if you're gonna exchange talent, what what can you do? What is WWE gonna do with Ibushi? Are they gonna put him on fucking SmackDown? Are they gonna put him on NXT? What are they gonna What are they gonna do with uh? With Okada, who's probably the top five greatest wrestlers on the planet right now. What are they going to do with, with Naito, of all people? What are they going to do with the Gorillas of Destiny, okay? Are they going to fight the New Day on SmackDown? <laughs> you know? Is Cesaro going to fight Yano? Like, I, I, don't, I don't see the, the, the love. I don't see it. Would I like to have it happen? Of course. Ring of Honor's been doing it for years with New Japan. The Briscoes have won the ti- championship there a bunch of times. Uh, Mar- the Bullet Club invaded R- Ring of Honor and vice versa. And they, when they had Cody and Marty Skrull and and and, and um, H- Hangman Page and and uh, Mr. Omega, so it's like you know you don't it, it, there's the you know what's up Mike Miller there he is chilling trophy horse in effect, um, you know it, I don't like the um I don't like it. You know, I what I like what I like to see. I, listen, I want everybody to play well in the sandbox. I that's my my wet dream is to have them all do do something with each other, right? Is yeah. That is that the plan as a wrestling fan? Do we yep. all want to see that? Absolutely. But realistically, how do you see that as a a viable commodity? Like I I can't see I I can't I can't see. Well, AJ can go back uh, if Joe was still. There, I mean, Daniel Bryan can go back. I can't see Braun Strowman. You know, going over there, I can't. I can't I see now. I, I that's where I would disagree. I think you can see him go over there, and you know that larger than life character. I, 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 I agree with you. You bring up a great point because where's where's the money? Where's the money for that? And you're right. <coughs> like an Abushi coming here, he'll just get lost in the shuffle. Uh, you know, Okada. You know, so where 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 do you start? And that's that's a great point. Um, I think, like you said, I think where you start with that is you got to start with where is it gonna where is it gonna end? You're not gonna have one massive champion unless somehow or another, kind of like what Omega's doing a little bit in AEW, where he's you know, not so much the belt collector type thing, but he's a world champion. But he's defending the championship in a lot of different places, which, you know, you can make that argument, <coughs> excuse me, where it's back into the NWA days where the champion went from territory to territory. Oh, I, I mean, you can. I Hi, mean, babe. I'm sorry. Steph, uh, Steph couldn't get in. She's in the chat room. Oh, there you are. Okay. I mean, you you can start that ball rolling but it's gonna it's gonna take a long while to establish a world champion 
right. They don't even have a champion right now. Exactly. I well, mean, they, right running, now it's Apparently, they're running a card tomorrow. I think it's. I think it's tomorrow. The 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 Grand Slam show. I think it's still on. I'm not sure. But like I again, like I don't see it, man. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I think the possibilities. It, it's 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 almost gonna. It, it could be evident of the invasion in '01 where. Once all of a sudden you're here, now what do you do? You know, and obviously you got the stories that Vince squashed it on purpose or he did all this stuff on purpose. I mean, if you try yeah. to go in the interest of fairness and not leave it up to the fans, but try to book collectively as much as you can, it can work. But once again, where do you start? And that's and that would be the first question I would have. Right. Is the one thing you would have to do. Is not have Vince McMahon involved in it. I I I would I would have to agree, and then and then that's where because then that's where it's gonna get it's right. That's you, where it's I gonna don't get think wonky. S- I don't think seventy three year old Vince McMahon is ready to branch out in that in that world. Now and once again, like Usos versus the Gorillas, yeah, I could see that. Be great, that'd be a great match. You know, but like you said, there's probably much ado about nothing. But it is cool, and it really does. You know, reek of uh, you know, just a dig from you know, New Japan's been playing with everybody but the E. You know what I think this is? I think this is Triple H sending one of the one of the suits to do his bidding. Like, hey, put, dip your toe in that water. See what see what the what Japan. It's has probably been. just a phone call or an email. Like you know, because I could see what's up Uptown Georgia. Yeah, we got the Knicks on right now, baby. Go Knicks. What up, Jay? He says, what up, Jay? Um, I, I could see, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't, de- I don't deny that it happened. I just don't know how, how, um, big of a phone call it was or an email it was. Exactly. It, it probably was, hey, what do you, th- how would you feel if, if we even opened up discussions to be doing that? The talent thing though is, is, listen, I would love to see a Jay White come over to the States. He's, he's grown. So I know, I know Rob's not going to want to hear this, but, <laughs> but um, Jay White has grown so much as as a, as a performer. Yeah, you know, um, but I can't see Okada versus Cesaro unless Cesaro goes over there and does it. And you know? and, and that's what I mean. If if it's you know, because you, you can make you can make the argument back in the eighties when you know you had the Hansons and the Brodies and you know Andre the Giant, you know. Hogan before 85, you know, these guys, it was a, a handshake agreement. You know, maybe, I don't know, like you said, maybe these guys are just planning for the future. You know, Vince, unless, if anybody's going to live forever, it's fucking Vince McMahon. <laughs> They're probably going to freeze his head like Walt Disney. Yeah, you know, um, but this could this could open up an idea of, a and this is just a complete other shot in the dark, like the true independent contractor type thing where, you know, you go back to the handshake deals, you know, listen, work with me for six to 12 weeks or whatever the case may be, you know, um, this can open that up to, you know, for, for, for that discussion. And and that's wh- and that's where the product because what is old is new again. We all know this. with wrestling all the time. It's cyclical. The only thing that Look makes at you sense. using big words. I'm so <laughs> proud. I'm so proud of you. It's the only thing, and I've been saying it. I've been saying it for weeks now. Where 
bring back the 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 traveling the journeyman bring back that's what i want samoa joe to do come in make a splash go somewhere else you know what i mean and i think this is the start of that do you do you i think it's years down the road do you know who would benefit from this the most wrestler wise yes if I had to, st- I, what I would want to say would be somebody along the lines of I would say a Cesaro personally. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going one person. I'm going a group, the women. Oh, without a doubt, Shimmer because, and all that. Well, that's the thing. Now there's so many Joshi groups out there, but the main show, the main feds don't promote Japanese women's wrestling. They don't promote Joshi over there. Can you imagine if we brought our women over there? And yeah. some of them already came from Japan already. Absolutely. But can you imagine our girls going there, and you bring some of the girls from Shimmer and, and Ribbon and, and all the other Joshi uh, feds? I'm not too I'm not too well-versed in Joshi. Yeah. So to all of all our marks, please sit down. <laughs> um, but hold on. Let me just make sure I tell you all that because uh, I'd say just, just, just sit down. Hold on a minute. Sit down, marks! <laughs> so I just, you know, um, but it would benefit... The women, it Be- would because now right. because <laughs> it would showcase there are so many Joshi's out in in, in um in jo- out there that would actually benefit from mainstream a mainstream audience, you know. So if if anything, it would benefit them, you know. So uh, I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it right. That's my whole point. And yeah. And once again, this this is all, it's this all is speculation. All it's not yes. right, you know. This is all speculation, and this is fantasy booking. To me, New Japan has nothing to lose and everything to gain from this because this is just going to be another company. And and one thing you can say about New Japan is they they are <coughs> very smart with how they pr- they've always been smart at how they protect their performance. Um. You know, going back to the days of Vader and Hanson, you know, and and all these guys. Um, you know, this could be something too. Like you said, Johnny Ace is a huge Japan. He that's where he, that's where he cemented his career. You know, and he, I guarantee, he probably has some kind of input on this. Of I, course, he does. I mean, there's a lot. Listen, d- let's not get it twisted. WWE is in the position they are in because they 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 do. Vince doesn't only surround himself with the yes men. Wow, what a shot yeah. by fucking Trey Young with that bobby head. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, he doesn't just surround himself with yes men and women. He surrounds himself with some really solid guys and girls who know the business. And that's why they're a global global entertainer. And that's why they're they're publicly traded. And that's why they're the, they're, they make the money. So it's not like they're going to go into anything half-assed. No. You know? But, it, I, I mean, it's... It's you would be remiss if you didn't say that this a like a shot against AEW and Impact and I, I, is it a shot or is it a hey we see what you're doing I think we, sh- we I think we can do it better because if anything they all they'll always have the best produced company oh yeah they have the best cameras they have the best equipment they have the best production the other places have better wrestling they always yeah. will. You know, Ring of Honor can have two lights and they'll put on a show for you. New <laughs> Japan, New Japan, the same thing. They don't, New, they don't. It's all the E does it to the nines. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, um, it's that. You know, 
there, 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 you could do a whole podcast on that. You could, we could probably do a whole podcast on it on a merge if that happens. Um, but you know, you want to stick with Asia? You want to? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, John Cena is making a huge news, and um, and not because he's in the new uh, Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, arguably it was because he was in the new. Well, Fast he was promoting the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh turned turned a whole whole lot of different heads uh this week with his comments about um well it's not about what he said it's about the apology and dummy uh, yeah yeah I agree with that um he 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 you know he apologized to essentially China uh, China has a Weibo it's like it's like their Twitter. It's essentially their Twitter, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is so much bigger um, because of obviously the size of China and they have so many uh, people, you know, there, to say the least. No, <laughs> it's like, no shit. It's like, you know, it's literally apples and oranges. But um, he made this big video uh, apologizing uh, kind of incessantly about he essentially said, um, you know, he that Fast, Fast and the Furious 9 would be, w- was... Um, Released in Jap- in China, uh, and and you know, and Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, um, first, and he basically said that Taiwan was a country. Um, and um, I I mean, listen, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize that Taiwan was not a country. I I. But 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 but, but tell everybody why people are mad. Well, people are mad, and it's essentially only the extreme right. No shit. That's that's mad, um, which is hilarious in and of itself. You know, they're <laughs> picking up like they're almost acting like their counterparts. Yeah. Uh, for something, but uh, you know, it's taken out of context. This is just me now. So now the opinions, the opinions expressed are just solely of Jacob and Jacob only. <laughs> Jacob Enterprises. <laughs> um. <laughs> This is my take, because because this is this opens up this opens up a whole other conversation. This would be great to talk about with Mott's box too. Um, You'll have your chance soon. Yeah. Um, now, it this is everybody from the extreme right is going. Look at John Cena. He's another turncoat. Blah blah blah. Um, he's even speak. He he memorized Mandarin to do this. He's 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 groveling to the Chinese the the Chinese government. All this stuff. Um. Uh, anybody that we're wrestling fans, we know why John Cena learned Mandarin. He learned Mandarin a number of years ago because WWE was trying to make their mark in China. Yeah, didn't Shane McMahon have like a media company in China? In China. So Cena, I don't know if he was by WWE or on his own, whatever the case may be, he learned Mandarin on his own. So... So that's where a few false reports, in my opinion, they were they were taking the ball and kind of getting a little creative license with their narrative. Um, but he, you know, so that's what it's essentially coming down to is that is he's a turn. Um, I disagree wholeheartedly. I think John Cena is. I mean, you look at his track record. Um, you know, take. The Make a Wish stuff. What is it like? Six hundred, seven hundred wishes, or something like that. You know, um, the countless 
tribute to the troops or going going overseas. Um, I don't think you find a a, a, a more a, cr- a more credited um, patriot than John Cena. That being said, this does open up another conversation, and you know me and my conversations. I love to have them. What this does open, and this is just my opinion now, it shows you uh, the power of, I don't want to say the elites. I, I don't think John Cena did this on his own. I think he was put forward. I think this was put on him. A video just stopped on Facebook. I don't know why. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh China. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it's that. <coughs> but to me, this opens up the conversation of it shows you the power of quote unquote elites, um, Hollywood studios, these 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 movie companies. Um, it's no secret of China's influence and and their you know what they acted. I don't think he he did this on his own. I think he was told to, and it's one of those things where it's hey. Um, you know, you want to go far, you're in this movie, you have to do this. You know, wait a minute, you know how to speak Mandarin? Perfect. Because even if you read read some of the comments from, from um, oh my God, I, just, I can't think, Weibo. We, uh, the, the I didn't, but Weibo, yeah, Weibo. Um, if you read some of the comments, a lot of them were pro, like you didn't, you didn't apologize enough. Like you cannot sit there and say that Taiwan's a country. You didn't mention Taiwan at all. And But there was other people that's, that, that, disagreed and said that he was sorry enough i you know i think much like everybody else in the country i i don't know they have their own government they have their own army (laughs) listen the people who like you said the people who are getting upset over this are obnoxious okay to say the least and and a lot of them and and a lot of them I like to listen to both sides, and, but, and, and a lot of them that are upset about it. But this is John Cena. Yeah. It wasn't Dennis Rodman. It wasn't some comedian or some left-wing, out-of-the-face out celebrity or, or a musician or actor or actress. You know what I'm saying? This was a – who he, he well, he is an actor now, but this is somebody who was the the, the, the face of WWE for so long. And he was the an ambassador, like you said, to all the countries that he toured with them. Mm-hmm. So, well, that, and that's what I mean. I I think what's what's being lost in this is is something far deeper than what John's done. It's like it it's a it's a it's a mis- it's a common mistake. Yeah, and not common. I shouldn't say common. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a mistake that can be that can be common. Like, you know, some people aren't well-versed in geography. We're all not fucking calm in San Diego. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, like like I said, to me, I've I've gotten toys, you know, in the the 90s that said made in Taiwan. Dude, everything you're wearing right now is from another country. You know what I mean? Except for your hair. (coughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... So, to me, it is much to do about nothing, but I think we're ignoring the conversation of something... Far deeper, I think it's it shows you that w- what is what we think to be true may not be true. And and and, and you know, listen, I, I'm on somebody that's going. Why is there a Fast and the Furious nine? But, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to disagree, and I, and, I'll, and and we'll end it like this if I do because I think it's another another example of people having too many outlets. 
okay, it's if this was 20 years ago, you'd see it in the post or the news, and that'd be it. Okay, yeah. there'll be some press release weeks after it fucking happened. This is like this is like the Hogan, you know, with promo the belt. in '94 with the belt, '93, <laughs> right, right, with the belt. Yeah. The, he, he, we talked down to everybody, yeah. right? It wasn't right away. So my, yeah, it, we're not Christopher Columbus. No, <laughs> Shailen, we're not. We're not. And Christopher Columbus didn't discover America, by the way, initially. He did the Bahamas first, but that's another story. <laughs> and I know it's an Italian American time. I was that. just gonna say. So, um. We're not indigenous people, okay? We're not Christopher Columbus. But the thing is, if it was anybody else, I would say that guy's messed up for even saying that. But it's John Cena. He's a fucking Boy Scout. He's a Boy Scout. He's the perfect guy. He was he was the safest wrestler WWE did ever created. Mm-hmm. He was the safest guy. You could ship you could schlep him anywhere in the world. And plaster his face on every fucking action figure and poster and DVD, CDs, whatever. And he was your guy. He was your guy. He did everything. He fucking rapped. He did the. Yep. He had gimmicks. He, he did, had. He, he had. Did, he did the public relations. He, he did appealed PR, to kids. He appealed did to every, women. He did. He broke the record for most appearances in Make a Wish yeah. Foundation. That's and no and one's beat him yet. No, and no one's going to. Right. So like we. He's a fucking Boy Scout, boys and girls. He's a Boy Scout. He can make. He's allowed. He gets a pass. He didn't say anything racist. He didn't say anything derogatory. He made a mistake. It was a. It was a very, very simple mistake. That's all. And if the country of China is gonna get mad that he called Taiwan a country. It's like when Quebec want to break off from Canada, make their well, own country. It's, it, once again, I, I've. I, I've been fully engulfed in it. I, I you know, I don't want to drag on too much. Once again, this could be another conversation, another podcast. You know, to me, I think it exposes a far greater question than John Cena groveling, quote unquote, to the Chinese. Why you mean he hit a nerve with with the Chinese government? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think he hit a nerve with the Chinese government, and then the studio. Once again, <clears throat> if I went down the, this whole rabbit hole, and we're watching the NBA, th- there's there's too many things. Uh, essentially, yes, he 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 struck a nerve with the Chinese government. He had to recant what he said. He had to apologize to make right. Um, I don't fault him for it. I I, I think. Because it was an honest mistake, and but it's it's something that is a, f- a, a a far deeper thing than just John Cena groveling to you know uh, China and all this stuff. You know, there was it's it was the same thing with the you know the Houston Rockets owner. <coughs> you know, when he said something about you know free Hong Kong and you know they were being they were basically enslaved by China. Yeah, but the Clippers owner was a fucking racist and he, well, he well, that's, they that's made him, they made him sell the team like that's how fucked up he was. Yeah, but uh, but the the it's once again it's a different conversation. It's that's completely that's that's a you, you talk about going into the woods. Forget about it. We will never get back. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think it was kind of I I the the backlash on on Cena I think was com- was out of context. It was something that I think one side always does, and now the other side is just kind of doing it. I I don't know wh- what the real reason is. My opinion is John Cena. I think 
for what he for what happened and the good outweighs the bad. You know what I mean? Like I said, six hundred fucking Make a Wish kids. It's a mis- it was a it was a, it was a, it was a mistake. Tribute, if you if you want to read into the mistake being that he touched nerves that he shouldn't have, that's fine. That's what I think. Yeah, he gets a even if he did. I think he gets a pass. Please. I he, agree. Even if even if your theory is proven right, which you you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, leaving this fucking guy wide open. Why would you do that? And <laughs> he's a former Nick too, Gallinari. Yep. This fucking mutt. But anyway, that's a di- listen. That's another podcast. I would but Jay, love I'm just, to get in Jay, on that. Even, Jay, even if your conspiracy theory is right, even if you guys sold it to me the way the, you, the way you're presenting it, and I, and I was and I was on board with it, it's he still gets a pass. It's John I agree. Cena. Oh, I agree. If it was Dennis Rodman, if it was fucking Bill Maher, or if it was anybody, and I like these guys. Yeah. But if it was those guys, I'd be like, all right, that's. You 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 did it on purpose. You touched the nerve. I don't think John Cena deliberately no. went there and said, "Let's piss off fucking of Taiwan." Not. Right. I think that he just did it was an accident. I think, yeah. So and he needs to watch more common San Diego. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Listen. There's no NXT. I mean, I'm sorry. There's no AEW. Dynamite is tonight. Actually, yeah. The go home show for the pay per view, and we'll preview that. But just a, a programming note. Uh, we are we were in talks this afternoon of having a Zoom conference. You're going to be away, so you're not going to be able to do this, but. We might be zooming before the uh, before oh, the pay per view. Oh, nice! So I gotta, you know, and we might put it on a rant or something yeah. with, uh, on the uh, on terminal throwbacks. But well, depending on how my uh, service is, maybe I'll try to uh, try I'll, try to I'll jump I'll in. Yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be perfect, actually. Um, but I we I I just watched NXT before the. I didn't watch. I mean, I, it was the only two things I got out of that were really good. Was um, Frankie Monet debuted. Um, the Bobby Fish Pete Dunn match was good. Bronson Great. Reed cut a promo with his new title, yeah. and the Mexicans attacked him, and then he got saved by uh, the other yeah. tag team. What the fuck's their names? Uh, uh, MSK. MSK, yeah. Right. Um, Puerto Rican China teamed up with Dakota Kai against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi took a beating, by the way. Uh, and Carrion Crush, a uh, Carrion Cross crushed Finn Balor. It was almost reminiscent of Brock Lesnar. John Cena from yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, or, or um, Extreme Rules. Yes. Um, so And then, of course, DiBiase uh, dissing Cameron Grimes again yeah. and taking L.A. Knight as his protege. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk to you, which is cool. Um, we'll, we'll run down the pay-per-view for Sunday real quick, yeah. and, and then we'll go to, and then we'll go to, uh, we'll go to break. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Double or nothing. Uh, this Sunday night, 8 p.m. How much is it going to cost me now? Fucking $70 probably. Oh. Yeah, my son better kick in. My, you know, my son called me today, and he, and he, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> I don't even, I'm, I don't want to blow up his spot. I'll, I'll tell you, he did something in school. It was retarded. And he called me to brag about it too, by the way. Oh. All right. Um, AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega defends against Orange Cassidy and Pac. I, I, I'm looking forward to this match. I really am. Um. Omega is not losing his belt anytime soon. Right. I, I think he's he's claiming what is rightfully his as the best wrestler in the world right now. Yeah. Uh Hikaru Shida is is the Britt Baker. I think it's I think it's uh finally Britt Baker's time. Don't ruin what I did. Hopefully they don't ruin <laughs> Amazon. <in> the <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin what you did, you fucking thief. Um yeah, uh, Shaylon, I'll get to that I'll get to that in a minute, actually. I just want to run down the pay-per-view real quick because I don't think Jay saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Gogo. Do we care? 
Cody Rhodes is going to win, and somebody else is going to jump in. You know, I, I, Cody's another one. He's getting a lot of flack for, for, for what's happened, and I know you, you were very pretty critical about I'm it. I'm anti-American dream Cody Rhodes, okay? <laughs> I can't live with this. This is not cool for me. I can't accept this this kid beat this character, this kid, this guy being the American dream. You're not the American dream. No one's paying to see you. They paid to see your dad, okay? Aww. But you'll win. You'll win. You'll win. You'll win. You're defending America. You're fighting a beat-up, uh, a, a broken British boxer. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and then you'll get jumped by somebody else. Yeah. Uh, match, one of the matches I'm looking forward to, um, Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Yeah, I think this is going to be a, a, a quiet show stealer right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Casino Battle Royale, Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, um, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, Blade, Evil Uno, Cole Cabana, Preston Vance, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Mike Cam- Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, and Lee Johnson, and to be announced. Yeah, I, I you know... I wonder who's going to be the surprise entrant. You know, that's that's who I want to see. Um, I want to win. I, you know, it's kind of got it's kind of got Christian Cage written all over it. Yeah, he'll if win. You, if you ask me, no, of course, of course. But I kind of want to. I'm really curious to see. I I really don't have any idea of who a surprise entrant could be. I have no idea. You know, you can always go with you know somebody from Impact. You know, once again, they're New Japan. You know, I, I, I'm thinking, I don't think it's going to be anybody released. I don't think it's going to be a Daniel Bryan. I don't think it's going to be. It can't be. What's his face, though? Because he has the 90 day, right? Andrade? Well, well, that, well, he was announced that he's going against Kenny Omega. In, but it, that's in, in August. In, in Mexico, yeah. In August for the yeah, title. I don't think for it's going to be him. Title. That'd be cool if he comes in and wins it and, and then he fights, he'll get Kenny Omega in AEW and in Mexico. Listen. I I'm, not actually, mad, I'm not I'm mad. Not at mad at that. That. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Actually, I kind of like that. Right, you like that idea, huh? See, yeah. I think sometimes. I think. I think. I like things. <laughs> uh, Miro defends the TNT Championship against Lance Archer. It'll be the TBS Championship. Yes. Yeah, you think they're gonna change the name of it? They probably will. Th- it should just be the AW TV title. It just call it the fucking TV title. That's all. And Miro should not be losing this belt anytime soon. So. Even though I like to see him. I even I like to see the Murder Hawk have it. And yeah. I, I think he's horribly under underutilized there. Um, Miro, Miro's got to get the belt. In a circle versus the Pinnacle sta- Stadium Stampede. I'm excited to see this. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, the the seriousness that was the Blood and Guts War Games match. Um, you know, a little comedy would it wouldn't hurt. I like to see something, but this kid's cutting dusty promos in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, James. But uh, you know, the Pinnacles got to get a win now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, no, they did win. Well, Ema they won. Yeah, but it's they're gonna win again. You think? I think they're. Gonna I'm win taking him a circle. I think they're gonna win again. Um, this is um, Sting and Darby Allen versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I think yeah. Page and Sky win. Yeah, I I, I mean. What are we doing with Sting? What is is this? What we're doing now? Sixty-something-year-old Sting. I don't get me, dude. I told you he shouldn't wrestle at all. You know, um, and I'm not a big Darby Allen fan to begin with. I, I, like I said, I like what they're doing. I think they're they're touching on the right points. They're bringing up Ethan Page and 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 Darby Allen's past, which they had some fucking doozy of matches in Evolve. Um, but do you work with a guy named Chris in your garage? Chris McCabe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Apparently, we w- uh, apparently we w- I went to a retirement party, and he was there. 
Oh, but yeah. But I didn't mention you, apparently, but somebody, I guess somebody else did. Ah. I wasn't going to brag about you. Oh, no. I don't I don't, I, you. No, no. Honestly, it was, I had. Big pudding, we used to call him. Well, this dude oh, wrote somebody, wrote the guy sitting next to me, he wrote him up a bunch of years ago. Uh-huh. And all I heard that night was in my in my left ear of him getting written up. And then, and then, well, you if you didn't write me up, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> if you didn't write me up, this wouldn't happen. Ah. And it was like fucking back and forth. And then on my right ear, I got all the teachers griping about the they they you know, <laughs> and it was like, and I uh, don't get me started, but yeah, yeah but yeah, it's, that's right. You guys work in the same garage. Big pudding, big pudding. Um, Ethan Page, him and his wife are nice people. Yeah. Um, uh, Ethan, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm done. I'm done with this thing, by the way. Uh, the Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Jonah Moxley. Uh I think I think I I can't wait to see this match. But there's no way the Bucks are losing. Yeah, as much as I hate Moxley, I like to see him win the tag title with Eddie Kingston. I just want Eddie Kingston to have gold. Yeah, see, see now, now you you are forced to like Moxley. Now. Yes, I am. You are forced. Yes, to like I am. Moxley. Yes, I am. Until until Eddie Kingston turns on him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know that's coming at some point. And that's your card uh, on Sunday. You might get a pre-show from us with a run-in from Hammer, who's in the chat room cutting promos. Um, yeah. Andrade confirms he has no compete clause following his release. Well, look at him. He's copying and pasting that's, shit. That's, 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 I mean, listen, I, I could see him surprise entrant. Um, I, I like that idea of him. He's got the match in Mexico. But like, then he gets to the other match in AEW? Yeah. Yeah. Matt says he's little known fact. I'm a three time Food Network hardcore champion. Hey now, give it up for Matt Squires. There you go. That kid, that kid does it all. Okay. Yeah, Hammer won a copy of Retromania. Retromania. So we have it on every system now. <laughs> <laughs> every legitimately every system down there. You see it. That's yeah. what we have it on. <laughs> um, real quick, Dark Side of the Ring. I loved it. They it was the Warriors' first wife. And then people who weren't on the DVD of the bad DVD were on it, just tearing them apart. Cornette, Jim Ross, uh, and his first wife, who wasn't as bad. She wasn't as bad as people said she was. She basically was married to him for a bunch of years. And then when he won the title, he came home. He he freaked. He flipped out um, and became somebody else, you know, in his mind. Held up Vince for ransom, all the stuff that we knew already. Yeah, and then she said that um, they were working out in the same gym together that he owned. Perfect timing. I'm not mad at that at all, and I'm no. not a big Andrade fan, but I like to see him fight. He's no, not, he's, but he's not bad. He had such great matches in NXT. I, we were in, we were in Philly for that one. He had, he had such great Johnny matches Organo. and done. And once, once Zelina Vega. Was cut from him. He he was he was he was he was a fish out of water. He he, he um, you know he can't cut promos in English, you know. So he's he's hand he's hamstrung already with that, you know. So but he can but he can wrestle inside the ring if you give him the fucking time. And so now I wonder if Zelina Vega will be with him. I supposedly she's back in the E. Oh, okay, supposedly that's not gonna happen. But you yeah. know what? Either way, I mean, and he's still with Charlotte too. I think they're engaged. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But I'm not mad at that. But anyway, getting back to Dark Side of the Ring, I caught up and um, I liked that one, and I liked the uh, the one last week too with uh, oh the Collision in Korea. Yeah, which we which we we're gonna do. We still might do it. I think we should do it next week. Yeah, we sh- we we have we have the footage now. Yeah. But uh, and I love the st- I love the two called Scorpio at Road Warrior a uh, Hawk story. Yeah. That was fantastic. Um. Okay. What else is going on? Um, a dark side of football. I know it's not wrestling related, 
but it is fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. They, I've been meaning they, to watch it. It's the third episode they just did, um, and it's the uh, they did the the Raiders. Oh yeah. And Bill Romanowski yes. and, and uh, Lyle Zato. Yeah, yeah. That dude's out of his mind. Yeah. By the way, but yeah, it was it's it's well done. Um, well, what up these fucking threes, man? Stop shooting these threes. Ooh. But yeah. uh, you know um. What was it? And the the other thing I wanted to talk about was Patrick Clark, the Dream, the Velveteen Dream. Yes, fucking released. He got um, the he got the boot. I think he, I think he got a raw deal, man. And the raw uh, the raw announcer quit. Yeah, and which, they, which they, we could they, see they, they replaced somebody. They replaced him already. A UFC UFC guy, right? Not a UFC. Uh, I think he was a. It was either a Bellator? Bellator. I think it's Bellator. I think it was a Bellator. Do we announcer. care though at this point? Tom Phillips got the boot though. Tom Phillips, I was. I liked surprising. him. Something happened. Oh no! Yeah, because he was out of the blue. That was out of the blue. Yeah, that and he and they, re- they released the the African American guy too. I forgot his name already. They released him too, and he was oh, Josiah. Re- Josiah, yeah, he was good too, though. Yeah. Um, this fucking kid again. Why are you it. leaving him open? <laughs> but, this um, fucking Barbie doll receding him, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think I think the dream. I think he. I think he kind of got a raw deal a little bit. Um, you know, he he released something on. I forget where I read it. On Instagram, kind of like saying his side, of, his side of the story. Um, I'm not saying I believe him, but you know, you kind of can't blame the E for letting him go. It's a little, little too controversial. Um, it's alongside the same lines of, if you ask me my opinion, um, uh, you know, David Ellison getting getting the boot from Megadeth. from Megadeth, and it wasn't, it wasn't even like he and he and the chick even. Di- uh, she said that she enga- she uh, it started was, it. Yeah, she it was she, it was she initiated it. Yeah, it was consensual. So, but y- you know what though? F- and, and I'm not saying that. And I love Dave Mustaine. Yeah, but fuck Dave Mustaine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he he just wanted an excuse, and that's what it was. Megadeth does Megadeth, and this is another thing with WWE will be WWE and Megadeth will be Megadeth. It's the same sound. Yeah, Dave uh Dave, Dave Mustaine can replace the entire band. And if it's if it's Dave singing and rhythm guitar, it's Megadeth, yeah. right? Because he systematically picks musicians that play his style, and he's like he's like a, he's like a drill sergeant. His best lineup, and I'm going off the rails right now, was was Marty Freeman, yep. David Ellison, fucking Nick Menzer on drums, one of my favorite drummers of all time, and uh, who was the, the other guitarist? Uh, that, that Marty was it. Freeman. Marty, yeah. Marty Freeman. Who lives in Japan, by the way? Yep. Um. Yeah, they brought back Waller when he did with the fourteen-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> they can bring back the dream. That's well, right, man. I, I mean, like, listen, and that's what I mean. I, I'm, I'm just drawing a comparison to. It's, it's the same thing because, though. Because, because there's so much surrounding him that you, 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 and I'm not, and I think David Ellison getting the boot is completely wrong. The dream, uh, WWE letting go of Patrick Clark, I kind of understand. So, but I'm just trying to draw a comparison of. How a how a story can gain other legs and go somewhere else. Um, I think the dream, uh, Patrick Clark, I guess we should say that he 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 defended himself. You know, I think in the correct way. He gave his side. <coughs> you know, whether we believe him or not, that's neither here nor there. Um, like he said, he, he was saying that he was just trying to. He was trying to. Keep kayfabe and, and, and creepy, hmm. borderline. I I get 
where the smoke is. But WWE, you know, had to let him go at this point because they didn't find anything because he's not convicted of anything. But you know what I mean? And and so to me, you know, it is almost like a like a Salem witch hunt type thing where you're, you're crying out witch and you're guilty until proven innocent, you know, and that's kind of where we're at in this world now. So, you know, I, I, I think that's big news. <coughs> I think, you know, this dude, he'll he'll land on his feet. He's unbelievably talented, um, you know. I think I I don't think it's fair to say that he got a raw raw deal. I don't I I I think he he landed where he needed to be. I think you could see, what was it like a year ago or two years ago when he had to call me up Vince or whatever it was on his tights, you know. Um, you can't. Uh, he was a little immature with that, but I I think he knew he was heading in the right direction. He's young enough to get back on his feet. Oh yeah yeah yeah, without a doubt. That so. that's the bottom line. Anything else? I think that's it. I need I need to grab a beverage. Yeah. Uh, the birthday boy's hanging out with us tonight. There he is, and Augie. Yeah. Augie's chilling. Nine years old today. Nine years old. My man. Don't look a day past eight. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. Even though the cri- even the criminal hammer, <laughs> the thief, um, and uh, everybody else in the chat room. Thank you. The chat room is is uh, Facebook's having a deal. I have no idea. But uh, we're Turnbuckle Throwbacks. We're live on a rant. We have a cool throwback for you tonight. And uh, hang out with us. Let Alfred Hayes take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and, of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Horns up! Beautiful motherfuckers. Radioactive Metal is here on the Shining Wizards Network, and we want you to listen. Every week, we cover the world of heavy metal and speak to your favorite bands. We discuss new concerts, controversies, and everything else that's related to heavy metal. And occasionally... We even talk about pro wrestling. Catch us live every Thursday night on purerockradio.net. Listen to past episodes at radioactivemetal.org or at shiningwizardsnetwork.com. And remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday anywhere you get podcasts 
at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Episode 407 on the Rants, Ranting and Radio. It's Phil, it's Jay, it's the chat room. We're just stuffing my face with a vanilla cream donut. I must say, Jay's been spoiling us, um, bringing me fucking country donuts every week. Oh, yeah, dude. You can, well, I, I, I mainly get it for the coffee. And uh, you look at the... I, I do it with my partner at work. Like, we walk into like country donuts. And I'm like, I will not get a donut. I will not get a donut. But then it's like it's like it's Friday night, and I'm like, I need a fucking donut tonight, so <laughs> it's my cheat day. Well, I mean, you're not you're really drinking that much anymore, so no. I <coughs> think it's like I think you're replacing the uh, the, the, <laughs> the beer with the coffee. I've developed a sweet tooth all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, these fucking hawks. Mm-hmm. Oh, this kid, this this kid though, this foreign kid, uh, Bojagovic, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, he reminds me of Paige Stoyakovich. Ah, and I was saying this. Name I, I was saying this in the barbershop today. European point guard shoots from the fucking bathroom. <laughs> you know the kid. I mean, come on, Knicks. Let's go. Yeah, Knicks are down by uh, twelve, thirteen. Well, I, I'll I'll give you a uh, timetable. Like the last time I really watched the NBA, Derrick Rose had short hair <laughs> and was on the Bulls, right? And on the Bulls, he well, might he, have been a three year guy at that. point. He comes off the bench this year, and he's he might win the six man. He came back to the Knicks because of the coach. Good, because Coach Tibbs is the man. Well, he is. You know, and uh, they're, they're playing defense, which is weird in the NBA. No one plays defense anymore. Yeah, look at that. Um, that was a monster alley. Yeah, no, Capella, Capella, and Young. As much as much as I don't like Trey Young and his hair and his haircut, yeah. 
Him and Capella are an amazing tandem right now. Well, I know um, the only reason why I know of Trey Young is because he was trending this week as well because of uh, our illustrious mayor was calling him out. <laughs> wow. On, on Twitter. Jay, they are tearing you up in the chat room. Oh, boy. Shaylin goes, Jay, are you planning to grow a mullet? <laughs> then Matt Squires goes, I wish Jay would trade in his cheat day for a haircut day. <laughs> I love it. Hey, listen, my long hair. I, I, I could still You know do who's it. growing the ultimate mullet? Who? Jamie Josta from Hate Breed. Really? Please look him up. I got to look at him up. He, he posted it today, I think. I, uh,. I when I do get a haircut, I think I am gonna rock a mullet for a little bit. Last time I grew my hair, I grew it took me, you know, about a year or so to grow my hair. Excuse me, I had it for a number of years and then I donated it. Yeah, but the girlfriend likes it, right? She likes it. That's the thing, dude. That's the difference. The, the, if, the if queen the, the queen if she if she did not like it, trust me, this this would not be happening. Yeah, the queen yeah. When the girl says, you know, it's funny, I, I um <laughs> every two weeks I go to a barber. And I get the head shaved, and I get like a, f- and I get the the beard shaved up because I don't yeah. have a steady hand. One, yeah. And two, I keep cutting my fucking head when I shave it with a bick, right? So I'm, I convinced myself that I deserve a treat. Yeah. Like you know how girls get their head, their nails done, whatever. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. So, it's to a point now where I'll get a text message. Don't forget to text Jay and make your appointment because my my barber's also named Jay. Yeah. Don't forget to text Jay and make your appointment. I'm like, all right. Now you know they like it. They yep. like it. If they like it, they're gonna let you know about it. You know. Well, listen, like I said, there's there's no doubt. If you know, and even uh, like my barber's got long hair. He's been, you know, I've been your barber him. forever. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've known him since I was a kid. And uh, I wish Jay would donate his hair to Locks for Mooks. <laughs> Chat room on fire today. I know. And uh, so he 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 actually has long hair now too, and he used to hate my long hair, but so now I take Dylan. To get haircuts and his hair grows like a goddamn weed, so like I gotta go like once every three weeks, and then like every other third week, uh, he'll say he'll the same thing, line me up and fix underneath. But I ain't getting a haircut anytime soon, that's for sure. This, th- I mean, I can go about five days until it starts getting this year, and you yeah. know, cause I have more of a face. I'm I'm a little fat in the ass, but um, you know, I used to go to a guy in Stapleton. Yeah, this guy Pikachu. This Dominican kid, they call him Pikachu, <laughs> but he was very unreliable. He would uh-huh. like he'd call. I text him, be like, "I'm coming into the shop today." He's like, "I'll meet you at four o'clock," and he wouldn't show up. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah, so I'm gonna go get chicken wings and fries at, at the fucking Chinos on the corner, <laughs> waiting for this motherfucker to get in. I'm the only white kid in the sh- in the shop, waiting for this kid to come associate me up. But shout out to my homegirl Kimmy who who hit me to Jay, and he's fucking fantastic. And this yeah. whole shop is cool. Yeah. So we were all talking about basketball today, so. And uh, that's what made me bring it up. All right, let's uh, let's yeah. do. Let's, do you ready to do it up? Let's do our let's do our throwback. All right, let's do it. And now here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. All right, Jay. Let's kick it back to Cinco de Mayo of 2001. Yeah. From the Earl's Court Arena in London. 13, okay. uh, 15,794 paid. This is a England exclusive pay-per-view, Insurrection 2001. And uh, it was interesting to say the least. Yeah. 
you know. Um, I mean, the show starts off weird. Well, you got you got to you got to look at it too in the grand scheme of things. We're just coming off of WrestleMania seven. Right. This weird time because you know Vince just purchases WCW. Oh boy. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees and get a Jay's Turnbuckle Throwback Scrunchie. <laughs> Do you know something? You know something? Funny you say that, Matt, because Jay and I were just talking about. I'm gonna break the fourth wall, I guess. I was. Jay and I are putting. <laughs> Jay and I think like we're gonna make stickers and magnets and shit like that. So I tell you what, if we can get a Turnbuckle Throwback Scrunchie. Oh my god! I'm taking my head down. Oh, that's hysterical. I'm so sorry. I mean, I just saw that and I needed to. But it's so funny Matt brought that up when we were talking about doing stuff for for advertising after the after the anniversary show. <laughs> I actually will add that to the, Let me write that down. Oh, is that Squires? Yep. Oh, Squires. Scrunchy. Oh. Jay Scrunchy. I wonder if we could do that. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely entertain it. I mean, I would never. And if wear I do, a, you motherfuckers better buy them. I never wear a scrunchie, but you will now. You should make the queen wear it. She would wear it. See, <clears throat> and she, she would should model it for us. Yeah, she would definitely. I would. I would. I would have. I would have. I put tapes on on a, on a, on yeah. that. All right, <laughs> it's hysterical. So yeah, this this is a weird <laughs> time. Uh, Vince just buys WCW. You know, a month and a half prior, and um, he uh, there's no mention of it, basically in this show. Little, little to no mention of it, and you know, you, you're coming off this thing where, you know, Vince, you know, Vince and Linda are divorcing. The, yeah, divorcing, and Linda's now meddling in the in the booking. And first off, I love Regal as a commissioner. I I, I, I think, like Regal. Period. I like anything, Regal, yeah. anything he does, anything. Um, but he he was good in the show. But the opening vignette or. You know, not even a promo. Jay's got a peppermint patty haircut. <laughs> it's enraging, Matt says. I'm breaking out Choppy's bell, man. I, th- I said I said to myself, I wasn't going to break it out. Shaylin keeps posting the, the, the emojis. I'm going to have to go into the box now and break out the bell mm-hmm. in, in, in honor of Choppy because you guys are coming up with some outlandish shit. Peppermint patty. Peppermint awesome. patty. The insurrection of Jay's hair. <laughs> you guys the name of the episode tonight. Go ahead, Jay. Finish your point. And, uh... But that opening vignette, uh, you know, whatever it was, backstage segment, it, it was just, it was too long and too much. The best part of it was when he goes, when Vince asks about the foot and the mouth disease. Yeah. He goes, what do you people do in this country? <laughs> that's disgusting. The Kaksaki. The co- that He goes, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, it was, I, I chuckled so hard when he said that. But yeah, like I said, it, 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 yeah. was, it was just like you know coming in and you know Linda, Linda coming in and then he, but it was he cowers to Linda in person and as soon as she leaves the room, it was like uh, it was like that scene in Friday. Like oh yeah, yeah. When he when he he tells me to shut up, I shut up. And when he when he leaves the room, I'd be talking. I'd again. be talking again. Yeah, it was like you know, and I I I did catch that. and I did enjoy that, but ah. Your commentary team, very cool. Mitchell Cole and Paul Heyman. Yes. I like it. I liked it. Um, nice pairing. It, A little it, break from Jim Ross and the King. It, it, it was. Well, especially the King. The King is left at this point. It was, yeah, it was over the cat thing. Yeah. Over the cat. Uh, what's the face? The cat, right? What was her name? Stacy Carter. Stacy Carter. And uh, Heyman is just a fucking gem. 
because oh. he's just destroying Cole. And and he's like, and I love it when he at one point he was like, they uh, they kept plugging WWE New York, WWF New York. I was like, yeah, shout out to my hometown, NYC. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was. He's such a homer. I yeah, love it. I love it. I um, love it. And and like I said, Cole, you know, you obviously we're used to the Cole of now, where he is a little more reserved. Yeah, a little bit more reserved and a little bit more, you know, annoying. I guess in a sense. I mean, he that he he earned he with, earned with, it with the speaking and sound bites, but it was kind of cool to hear him. You know, I don't want to say, you know, young, but, you know, in a sense of like over, you know, overzealous, like he was exciting. He was, you know, it was exciting to listen to him. Payment to me, Payment can do no wrong, I think, inside the wrestling business. Um, Obviously, handling money and writing checks, I don't think, I think he's done a lot of wrong there. Jay, I got breaking news. Oh, boy. I got a text from Nick German. Shout out to Nick German, by the way. Yeah. Um, Nick says ahead of t- he does a tweet ahead of tonight's live eight dynamite at 10 p.m. Um, son, uh, Tony Khan, aka the Forbidden Door, addresses the rumors of the ra- relationship between New Japan and WWE. <laughs> and what does this mean to AEW? Oh shit! All right, we gotta get clicks. Done s- we got We gotta get done soon. Clicks. Breaking news. We yeah. got breaking news here, kids. He uh, hey, listen. I mean, uh, if he's going to address it, I mean, get in front of it. Starting to turn into, it's getting a little chippy. Yeah, between Ch- it's a little chippy. A little chippy between the t- Jay grows hair like a little longer. He looked like MTV's Dari. La 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 la. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> They're tearing you apart, big cop. Yeah. Big cop a pump. They're tearing Ouch. you apart, son. But um. But the first match, you know, the, the first match. Oh, so we were talking about the. I, listen, to me, Heyman does no wrong. Oh yeah, no. I think um, he was he was perfect for this show, and I loved it. The first match, uh, I, weird, a weird opening match to me. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, Latino Heat against uh, Grandmaster Sexay. I really thought that this was an odd opening match, but I guess it was maybe it was supposed to be something. Different, but then um, well, Linda McMahon apparently did the re- redid the whole <laughs> car- re- the whole re- deck, rebooked the whole card, which you know I guess is kind of evident here, but you know, uh, but as an opening match, you know I always love those exciting opening matches, and this was kind of the complete opposite of it. You know, um, Guerrero was good though. I, I enjoyed Guerrero doing. Um, <laughs> Some stupid dances in the middle of the match is only about. Four I like or five Brian Christopher. The only problem I had with the match was that I I felt like Brian Christopher wasn't quick enough for Eddie Guerrero. Nowhere I f- near. I feel like Eddie had to slow it down a little bit for him. You know, so I, I think agree. I think I think that's where you're going with it. Yeah, is, am I right? It's just it's uh, you you look at you look at the opening match. The first name you see is Eddie Guerrero. You're like, all right, and then you go you see Grandmaster Sexy. You just go, woo. What? What the blood clot is that? And and this it's nothing against Brian Christopher as much as it's it's just yeah, I think I think, you know, Eddie Guerrero's gotta swing down, you know, to uh he's gotta slow his game down a little bit. Grandmaster Sex, you know, he did all the gimmicks and 
you know, the, he's like, not uh, a bad wrestler though. No, he's, I, he's not a. If ba- anything, he's probably. I mean, he's, rest he's, in peace. No, he, he was probably he was pretty he was serviceable. I'm and, not mad. And, I'm not and, mad. And a little underrated, and he was a little ahead of his time before you know, as a grandmaster sexy, he kind of, you know, painted himself into a corner. But when he was a light heavyweight, he was he was definitely serviceable. Yeah, and and um, of course, he's without his partner, who in storyline had his ankle broken by Kurt Angle. Yeah. So shout out to Scotty Too Hotty, the fireman. The fireman there. Shout out to Scotty Too Hotty. I like Scotty. So I actually like this next match a lot more than than uh, the first match. Ah, uh, the um, what were they calling themselves? The Radicals. The Radicals. It was Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn who decided to dye his his uh his Fu Manchu his Fu Manchu blonde <laughs> against the the Hollies. You know, it was supposed to be a six person tag, and and Terry was supposed to be with with. Perry Sidon and Dean Malenko. Yeah, but Terry couldn't get any gear, apparently. Yeah. The way live. I f- I, you forget how good <laughs> Terry's The sure. way live again. That's for sure. <laughs> I think that's like the second or third time you reference that. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to Terry. She's all the way live. She's all the way live. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I listen. Any match with Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly, I am all in. I, I'm, I'm, a really, I'm a really big fan of Hardcore Holly. Um... I think he's, you know, horribly underrated um, and underutilized would be probably even better said. How about Saturn hitting the um, moss-covered three-handed uh, family Gazenda? Uh, the only thing that's missing from that was Heyman should have said it, but I the guess Gazenda? they must have they worked it out where Cole had to say it. I think Mitchell <coughs> Cole had to practice it. Oh, my God. Shout out to Mitchell Cole. But it, it was during, during WrestleMania, Heyman did it fucking perfectly. Gazenda. <laughs> You know, but that's a that's a throwback to Jericho with the you know with the the a thousand and four moves. He's the, he's the one that said it. He came back. It came. Did you with see it last week though? With him and Dean in the back at AEW, yep. still got more moves. He says. <laughs> 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 Listen, Dino Dino was so good inside that ring. But I'm so happy I shared birthday with him. Man, but and Kintsugi Sasaki. He sh- really should have been so uh, so much bigger for, for whatever reason. Like it's just. That red light, you know, red light phobia, whatever they call it, you know. Um, but God, you know, he was so good. And same thing with Perry Sidon. Like all, all four of these guys can get it done. Yeah, of course. So I enjoyed the match. Um, you know, uh, the Radicals win in 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 a you know little distraction uh, form, but I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, the Big Show comes to the ring after this, and. Yeah, it, it, this was right before he got really out of shape. Yeah, this was on the and and it, and and the promo was a little cringe, you know. Yeah, he calls out Test, who apparently him and Test Test had taped up ribs. He was beat up. Yeah, he was beat up on SmackDown. On SmackDown, okay. the, and um, which by the way, if he got beat up on SmackDown, right, and he's beat up that bad, why would he take a flight to England? Like it's just. If you try, I, I know I'm trying to insert logic into an illogical business. Yeah, you're, def- <laughs> you're, de- you're definitely reaching tonight, partner. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. reaching tonight. But you know, but you you could see that they were they were big, they were big on test at this point. Really big on test. They were really big. I I, I know we said it during the WrestleMania uh, throwback too. They were really big on test trying to do something here. But I was actually happy to see Big Show. Um, I I just like Brett. I like Brett. Didn't, yeah. didn't, and I like the fact that when he did, when him, you know what? I gotta tell you, I credit Big Show for hand for hanging with with Bradshaw. Yeah, 
but that clothesline from hell, even when he hits 500-pound Big Show with it, it's not Stan Hansen-ish, but it's really, really close. It's close. It's, it's close. close. But, um, so then after the, you know, so Bradshaw wins, and then after the match, they had uh, Steve Austin, you know, being interviewed by uh, Coachman, and, you know, it's just, you know, this was heel Austin, this is the two-man power trip era, uh, you know. The less said about this, the better. <laughs> you weren't a fan of the two-man power trip? I, we, I, it makes sense. Triple H had to do it. Did he at, really, though? Out of necessity. Oh, yes, he had to. How so? Because Triple H was never going to be a babyface. Austin being a heel, arguably, in hindsight, was, was, was a bad move, obviously. Um, it didn't really move the needle. But what... It was like like we said before about Hogan turning heel after WrestleMania six. We're saying that with hindsight. Um, this was McMahon trying to make up for that because the only thing that Hogan didn't do in the nineties was turn heel in 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 WWF. He would have worked. It would have worked as a heel. He was naturally. Yeah, Shaylin, the fans were going against him. With Shaylin, we're listening to you, baby. We're definitely going to do that. And this was this was McMahon's try at that. Because what else are you going to do with Austin? Well, we haven't turned him heel yet, you know. So this is where that was going. So now Triple H, who was on the ascent and wanted to keep going, um, you know. So Austin is now, he was your biggest baby face, is now turned into your biggest heel. And no way Triple H was ever going to transition into a baby face. He was too hated. He was a great heel. And so the only thing that he could do to survive would be... They brought that shirt back, by the way. Which that one? G- the game shirt. Oh, they did? The first one. They brought it back. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, they don't have my size. They definitely have your size, though. I got to look. Yeah. and uh, It's on the dot com. I, 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 like I said, to me, the two-man power trip, the, uh, you know, it wasn't the best thing, you know, at that time. So I, I, I always look back on it and just scoff a little bit. I can't look at Deborah McMichael without hearing that song now. Didn't, didn't, didn't. Beat Deborah. Didn't, didn't, didn't. Drink beer. Didn't, didn't, didn't. But, you know, and then like Deborah getting them, you know, oh, I want to. I'll take a water too. Yeah. And Stephanie's like, I want a Earl Grey tea. She's like, I ain't get. You guys should be worried about the Undertaker. Don't worry about what you're going to be drinking. Worry about getting that beaten, getting that ass whooping from the Undertaker. That's the smartest thing she's ever said. Yeah, so. She was a smoke show, too. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about All the Way Live. Deborah McMichael. Yeah. She still looks good, she, too. Does she really? She still looks good. With the fake tits, she just, she was, <clears throat> like. Even I, was, I, I was, complete not a sidebar. I was listening to a, I got fired. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He was talking about when he, the the good housekeeping match, when he held up. With China. Tits. Yeah. So he was talking about. You know, and, and Jeff actually he was actually a lot more interested than I thought it would be. <clears throat> and he was talking about he knew that once once they took Deborah away from from Jarrett, he's like, I was done. Like she was my she was my whole gimmick. Like I couldn't do anything without her. She couldn't do anything without me. Right. And and that's and that I think there's a lot of truth to that because she, he he was he's that annoying heel that he goes why is this girl with like that Miss Elizabeth with Macho Man type thing right why is this annoying heel have this beautiful hot chick and you know we want to see the puppies and all this stuff and so what was the most over thing with Deborah McMichaels well Deborah whatever uh, <laughs> Deborah Austin 
uh, it w you know, with Jeff Jarrett being that annoying heel with them. So uh, I, w I, w I would check out that podcast. That was that was really good. And uh, to me, you know, Deborah is always going to be known as puppies. But, you know, her time with Austin was, eh, you know. Once again, another another thing. The less said, the <laughs> the better. Uh, the next match was the four way tag match: Dudley's versus Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus Just Incredible and X Pac. Why was X Pac with a bandana on his face yeah. and his head? Jo well, one of these, is, uh, I you one know of these things I, is not like the <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> thinking the same was, freaking as thing. As soon as I seen, as soon as I seen it, I laughed. I go, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, and Matt Hardy's the U European champion. Yep. But not defending it in Europe. Yeah. Which, That's stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And then there's no leader because she's in the, uh, the other stupidity that occurs later on. Oh, I know. And um, Justin Credible took an... Uh, by the way, not because we don't like Justin Credible anymore, but he took an ass kicking from Bubba Ray, though. Yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, listen, I know I, I, I was going to say that. That was one of the things I was going to say was like, you know, I know he's a heel on the show, but God, Justin Credible. He was, he was good. He, he should have really, been, really. He, he should have been so much. And you know what? I, I wanted to tell him that if he came yeah. on the show, but he was a dick. Yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> and I wanted to tell him you should have been. He was more. so. He good. definitely could have been a, an Intercontinental Champion. Yes, without a doubt. And he, got he world title matches on Raw. You know. Yeah, and, and like I said, and that's actually another thing. You know, Jeff Jarrett said, which makes sense. He goes. I was never going to be a, a world champion, but I was like somebody that could I, I could be a foil. Just incredible was a great worker inside the ring. He can make oh, anybody his stuff look, in ECW was classic. He can man. make anybody look good, and 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 this match pr was was proof positive of. He it. made Tommy Dreamer look like a like absolutely okay. And I'm I not agree. taking none away from Tommy Dreamer. I'm just yeah. saying like that's a, him and Jerry Lynn cut it up really good. Yeah. Him when he fought Lance Storm or he fought Rob Van Dam. Always a good match. I agree. Yeah, no, he was a good hand over there. And but you know, but once again, you got the the storied history of Dudley Boys, Hardys, and Edge and Christian, right? I, I mean, to put, I understand maybe not having a TLC match. There's really no need to have that here, um, or any type of gimmick. But just to throw X Factor in there, you know, and Choppy's favorite music. Yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. <laughs> I got everything I ever wanted. <laughs> that was, uh, what's his face? Um, Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. And, um, you know, uh, you know, it, to me, just just didn't fit. Um, but they did, you know, it, the match the match got good. It, it was double elimination right away. You know, X Factor, which there was a really funny bump when, 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 uh, Matt Bloom comes in the ring. Albert comes in the ring. You know, Matt Hardy's supposed to be in front of Albert. And, you know, it lo just looks like Just Incredible just, like, makes a beeline for Albert. Yeah, that it, was it funny. It's like, it's like yeah, a weird yeah. botch. Yeah, it was weird. But, um, you know, so then the, the, then the Hardys get eliminated after, uh, wait, yeah, the Hardys get eliminated after that. And then it, it turns into a one-on-one -on -one with the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian, which I enjoyed this part of the match. You know, and um, but Rhino comes out at the end and and goes uh, Bubba Ray, um, you know, for 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 the distraction, you know, distraction win right there. So it wasn't a bad match, you know. All right, couple guys, couple questions in the chat room. Did you like Deborah more with Austin or with the Horseman? I she was more comedy side Fuck with the. I don't know what's going on with your light. That's fucking creepy as fuck. I know. What's going on with my light system here? Um, 
I liked her more with Austin because she was more she was a good foil for heel Austin. Yeah, she was she was more isolated with Austin. The, she was the whole Mon- I hate Mongo, so I couldn't. And I know Mongo's sick; he's dying. But I have nothing, nothing personal. I just didn't like him as a horseman. Yeah. Um. No one can duplicate Savage and Elizabeth. No shit. Yeah. Um. And then Matt Squire says Justin got as far as he could with that rat face. <laughs> and then Shaylin replies, "He should have put that jockstrap back on his face <laughs> to be the Portuguese man of war." Represent yeah. Choppy's people. It was funny because I because I said it. I was like, man, I was like, he's such a heel on the sh- on on our show. But I was like, God, he was good in the ring. Not a heel, <laughs> he was an asshole. He fucking he fucked us out of money. Yeah. He fucked us out of like uh, he, you know, he cut a shitty promo for us. Yeah, I can't even play it. I can't even fucking mix it. The yeah. dildo. Um. All right. So they went at thirteen. Uh, Edge and Christian went at thirteen minutes twenty one seconds. I like I said. I t- to me this was almost a match of the night until. The, the next match, not the next segment, the next match. Well, after a couple of clips of a charity event, uh, Kurt Ang- and then Kurt Angle gets interviewed, uh, White White Sox and Ivory uh, come out, and they do the right to censor thing with the fucking... And apparently, you have to understand something. In Europe, it's a little more more loose. They're, and they're, I guess their local paper had nudity in it yeah, to advertise the shows or whatever, and, and they, 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 they censored the fucking... Pa- it was so funny. Yeah, it, was, it actually was pretty good. And then uh, they brought out Trish, Lita, and Miss Jackie, and they stripped uh, Ivory down to her granny panties. <laughs> and then they stripped down White Sox down to his underwear. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But Tr- Trish Stratus, whew, I think I appreciate her now more than I did 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Live, Jay? All the way live. Oh. <laughs> God. Even Miss Jackie. I, for- I forgot. But, she uh, was stacked. And I always loved her music, too. I always loved that music. You like that funk? <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, this was... This wasn't as bad, uh, you know, to to see, but once again, you know, this is a this is a you know England only pay per view, you know. So th- does it have to be so campy? Does it have to be so? Yes. You know. I, yes. I Did know. you see how the crowd was? The crowd was eating it up. Shout out to and we I again I've said this a million times and our UK contingency will occur, will concur with me. You guys. Are amazing fans, and you always came. And wh- why didn't they have more big shows out there? Yeah, a SummerSlam or a, a, a another a, a Mania. Like a, you could, you, they need to do something big for they. They deserve a big match. Yeah, as the Knicks are getting beat by fifteen here in the third quarter. Um, but anyway, um, the next match, probably the match of the night. Yeah, probably the match of the year at that point. Doubt, yeah. Match of the year if you want to go that far, and it's only May of two thousand one. Fuck Trey Young. Uh, anyway, um, Kurt Angle versus uh the crippler Chris Benoit. Two out of three falls. Um, there's a beef. Kurt Angle had his gold medal stolen from him. <laughs> Chris Benoit was like they're in a warm place. Oh. Um. They usually the usual mat work is as usual. Um, Benoit always comes close to getting uh, the cross face, right? Yep. Um, and then they get a little brutal, gets a little sluggish. Yeah. They get they get, they get down, they get they get they knuckle up, as uh, Bill Watts would say, right? Um, but then Benoit hits a he snaps off a fucking belly to belly. Yep. I said, man, you. <clears throat> I know, I I know we shouldn't admire his work, but he he was so good in the he ring, was, man. Yeah, he was so he was, he was so, so crisp. fluent. Yeah, yep. and 
you know, he this match was good, especially oh two goodness. out of three falls. I mean, this wasn't it. It was like match. an Owen Hart belly to belly, yeah. except he had it like a snap. Owen Hart, a criminal, criminally yep. had one of the best belly to belly suplexes. The problem was Owen didn't really snap it off. Like he would do it in transition. Yeah. He would reverse something. It wasn't where he would like where it was almost yeah. well executed. You know what I'm saying? But it was criminal how how good uh, Owen Hart's belly to belly suplex uh, was. You know, th- and like I said, the fact that this was two out of three falls. I love the the interview segment with uh, Kurt Angle. It's such a natural. Um, Again, only two performer. years in at this point. Uh, such what a what a performer. Um, he, he he really really did take to it very well, and uh, you know the match it ended of itself with uh, you know two out of three falls. I mean, basically, you know Benoit two two straight falls, which I which was which came out of nowhere because you would you could kind of see the you know one 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 and then and then the third decided to fall, but you know did hit that. the three Germans and the the headbutt. I mean the top row belly to belly. Angle slam, like this one. Yeah, you're right. The two, the it was for for WWE booking wise, it was weird to have the two the two falls like that. But Benoit was so over at that point. Yes. But so was Kurt Angle. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, and they they had, uh, it was such a good match. Well, and then and then like you said, and then they give a little character after the after the match. The match went, uh, you know, it probably went about thirteen. 12, 13 14 minutes, minutes 14 23 seconds and um he um he said uh you know after the match you know the the medals are in a warm place and he pulls them out from his trunks and he wears them like like who would want to wear sweaty nutsack fucking gold medals you know even if it came from my own nutsack yeah, I mean I don't want to wear my underwear over my head you know those royal canadians you know <laughs> you know so yeah i love this next match oh the duchess of queensberry the yeah. rules Duchess of Queensbury. Um, at Backlash, there was the same type of match for the Queen's Cup. And, like, we talked about Backlash, I think. And uh, and it was, you know, Jericho doing his usual shtick. Mm-hmm. With, and, uh, and Regal was, like, half over. Like, he, he got booed. He got, but yeah. they were showing him love, though, outside the arena. That, yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he did a couple appearances that week. So he was, you know... Happy, c- yeah. Come on, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Nick's, Nick's, yeah. Nick's are getting slapped around now at this point. They didn't start well. No, they didn't. Um, but this was good. And then, um, <laughs> I like when Heyman starts chanting when they were booing him. He's like, "No, they're chanting Regal. They're chanting Regal, Regal, Regal." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boyanovic again. This fucking guy. Uh, anyway, um, it was a good match. I mean, yeah, it was nothing. You know, it was not. It was a good, you know. Regal looked to be in decent shape here, uh, compared to you know what Regal, you know, always kind of looked like. He looked like looked to be pretty lean, trim, and Jericho came out looking like a, almost looked like Jungle Jack of Jungle, <laughs> Jungle what? Jack, Jungle Jungle Boy. I thought, oh, with that hair, with the hairdo, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, Jericho wins, uh. He, he we put you know he put him he put him in the walls of Jericho and Regal tapped, um, you know, it was a, it was a quintessential. I'm surprised that uh, Regal didn't bust his nose open like he usually does against Jericho. But Regal spent most of the match fucking on top, yeah, yeah, like, stretching him out pretty much. So I enjoyed it. I I like I said, same thing Regal does. 
commissioner, even the stuff on NXT these days. Like I, I, I love seeing a. Bunch oh no, he's great on NXT. I, but watching him inside the ring, everything—it's a treat, Jay. Everything means something. He, there's no wasted movements. Um, it's, you know, to me, I match. So, and then to our uh, main event, the main event of the evening, the uh, triple threat for the. Uh, was it a handicap match or a triple threat? No, it was a hand. It was a handicap match. Steve Austin uh, and Triple H are the two man power trip. They were the current tag team champions, and Steve Austin is the current WWF champion against the Undertaker. Which well, they had said he's man too. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Undertaker, who at this point was getting revenge because they they did a they did a number on Kane. They put Kane out in part of storyline. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, you know what? I got mixed feelings about this. You know, what What do we always say about WWE is that, um, just using WCW as a comparison, WCW's always open, opening matches were always great, and they never knew how to, to finish. Uh, they never knew how to do main events. WWF was the complete, WWE was the complete opposite. Um, their, their openings were sometimes hit or miss. But they always finish strong. This just, especially in hindsight, this just fell flat to me. It's a weird concept. You got a handicap match, um, Triple H and Austin against Undertaker for the belt. You know, but the only way that the Undertaker can win is if win the belt if he is if he pins Austin. Pins Austin, right? (coughs) So right there and then, there's massive foreshadowing. Right. You know, right. Austin just won, wins the belt a month and a half prior. Um, you know, this is during the time that, especially Attitude Era, where not many people held belts for a long time. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that The Undertaker could get a quick win here. But you're you're foreshadowing going, oh, well, that's their that's their avenue out. Is He can pin. If, if you're Undertaker, why would you pin Triple H for any other reason? You know what I mean? Understand, like a wrestler's instinct is always to go for the win, but you know going into the match, you know, let's not pin Triple H. I want to win the belt. Like it just, it in and of itself, it it just it felt it felt weird from 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 the start. So to me, I I I agree with you. Undertaker during this time, I love the fucking American Badass Undertaker. Yeah, I think I think during his last. You know, seven, eight runs that he had <laughs> around WrestleMania. He said the seven, eight runs. Um, <laughs> he should have won American Badass Undertaker. Um, I don't know if he could have pulled it off at this point in his career. Um, I, I liked it. I, the Limp Bizkit thing always threw me off. <laughs> um, but again, it was a foot. I, I get it. it. Was for the time, late nineties, early two thousands. That new, new metal, nu metal, new metal. It was taking the world by storm. Um, but uh, yeah. Heyman calls Triple H the MVP in a match. <laughs> Take a choke slams him through the announce table, leaving Austin by himself. Yeah. Austin hits, hit hits one on Austin. Yeah, he hits. Hit, he hits the, ch- you know, you think of you think of Austin when during this run, Austin could do no wrong. Um, but everybody, you you can say what you want about today's style and false finishes and Jungle all that. Jay. Jungle Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Shaylin. You know, you could sit there and say about today's style, the kicking out of finishes and all this shit. Well, this happened 20 years ago as well. 
Like, and this is proof positive of it. No, I mean, everything is, what did you say before? Everything old is new again? Yeah. That's how it is. I'm not, listen, I'm not mad at the, some of these finishes, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's old, as they say in the, in, in, in other industries, it, it's old hat, yeah. you know? Um, I'm not mad at that. If you do it right, it'll always tell a good story. Yeah. If you, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. If you're telling a good story and it'll you do out. that, it'll come out right. Yeah. Um, I'm not mad at that. Uh, it's just, it wor- it worked because... Taker still got it in, but he couldn't win because he didn't because Austin didn't get, didn't get pinned. So basically, Taker won, but he didn't win. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it kept the story going for a while. Well, exactly, and 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 that's what I mean to to close out a a special pay per view. This was just it, it was just it was just it fall it fell flat. It was a little weak for that. You know, it, like Undertaker's pinning the wrong guy to try to win win the belt. You know. Shailen lost power. Oh. Maybe there was a power surge on Staten Island. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wow. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. Imagine. See, now I couldn't get blamed for hitting the power strip on that one. No, I, I moved the power strip specifically <laughs> so you wouldn't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, t- to me, to close out this show, I'm not saying you close it out with Kurt Angle, uh, Benoit, but, um, you know, I, I, I think... It it just shows how weak the two man power trip thing was to 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 begin with anyway. So, and this was and th- and this was exactly how it went. So, to me, you know, I don't know. This wasn't this wasn't the best thing that they ever did. So, d- it started it, it started off weak. It 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 escalated really high, and then it kind of and like you said, you only o- you always remember the ending, and the ending definitely sours it. For this me. is something that you probably see on a raw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I this is why, you know, this was the the beginning of the end for enhancement talent because every 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 raw now and every SmackDown has like a main event yeah. match, you know? And when we were kids, it was totally different. You waited like four you know, every three months for these matches, you know. It's like you weren't you weren't getting them every week. You were yeah. getting, you know, you were getting, you know, Rick Martel fighting Steve Lombardi, you know, and then all of a sudden he's fighting for the, or I'm sorry, Strike Force fighting Steve Lombardi and, and Dale Wolf. Yeah. But then Strike Force, and you had to wait the three months for Strike Force to fight Demolition for the titles. Oh well, yeah, <coughs> I you mean, know. listen. So you know, with, with 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 this, you know, with these rules, you know, and stipulations in the match, like the two man power trip, in essence, was supposed to be, Austin's always been a lone wolf, you know. Um, I, I see where you're going with this. Go ahead. Austin's always been a lone wolf. So I could DTA s- don't trust anybody. I could see something you could you could play to that with this. And I was thinking of it on the way here, like, oh, to me, how I would have changed it. Cause let's just say you are unhappy about the Austin Hill turn. This is how you get out of it. This is exactly how you get out of it. You you could do something with this with these wonky stipulations where you know, obviously you want to keep the heat on Austin. You can have something where Triple H is knocked out from Undertaker from something, the tombstone, whatever the case may be. And you can have Austin hit Undertaker with a with a stunner and Undertaker falls on top of Triple H. Triple and, and Austin don't care about losing the match. He only cares about having the belt. And you can have Triple H you know, lose the match for, for the team. And have Undertaker win. You can have it done the same way, but you can expand so much more on that. See, or you could have had Triple H 
and Stephanie turn on yeah. S- Steve Austin and put him back at, in that role as a lone wolf. Like, listen, this was fun, but I'm not liking the way you're talking shit, so now I'm going to turn. And, and now everybody's still tweening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean... It, I, I see you that's a great point you know I can't even I can't even counter that I, w- I would only counter that with that I, w- yeah. I would I would have like a, t- a turn within well, the turn I, and I mean like you said I mean and then it's only a few weeks later that Triple H tears his quad right and, 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 and Sh- raw and Shaylin just asked if Triple H didn't tear his quad he would have turned babyface and battled he lost him for the title I see I, I it's I don't it's, know if he'd be a face yeah I don't I don't think I don't know that that's a hard that's I think a hard Vince one. would I think Vince would help him when t- I try to get him to no no one liked Austin. Yeah, well that's the whole idea. Once right. again, if you if you're trying to go with the character, and and Austin's always the one first one to say it about WrestleMania 17. Like if knowing what he knows now, I would have did what I did and then looked at Vince and be like, watch the boot. Here comes the stunner. You know, yeah, you you could have done that, <coughs> but once again, if you were that unhappy, that's that would that would be one way to get out of it in this one. But I I don't see Triple H in two thousand one turning babyface. He had to no. Go. He, he would turn on injured. Austin, right? He wouldn't turn. He wouldn't turn face. He would just turn on Austin. Yes, and Austin and, twi- yeah. and Austin can move back to his. Don't trust anybody. Babyface, you know. He's a, he was a he was almost like a like a de facto babyface because he he was so cool. He wasn't supposed to be a babyface ever. He no, was supposed no. to be a fucking heel. No, but sometimes the storyline dictates yeah. where there's got to be somebody and, that's a little cl- a little cleaner than the I, other guy. I, th- I, I, I think at this at 2001, Triple H would never be a heel or would never be a babyface, excuse me, without him getting injured and being out for nine, ten months, whatever, the, whatever it was. Um, that's the only way. That's the only reason why he came back as a babyface, right? In 02, right. was because he was gone for so long, right? But if he would have stayed around, we, we loved hating him. We still love hating Triple H. Sure, sure. So I, I, I think he was meant to be a heel. But to me, this the, a, as a main event, it didn't sour the whole show like some WCW main events do for us. No, nah, it's true. Um, but I, I, it was just a weak, weak main event. And I agree. And y- I agree. Y- there's only so much that you could do with that, so. Other than that, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the different, you know, Michael Cole, Paul Heyman. That on, was fun. On, on call. Yeah, that was fun, man. You know, um, the backstage segments I, I, I could have done without, at least a lot of them. Um, but it's really, like you said, I agree. You know, things are starting to normalize a little bit. I think England is well-deserved of a pay-per-view Oh, 100 percent. And it's got to be a big one. It's got to be Wembley. It's got to be a soccer stadium. It's got to be. Gotta be it, or Royal, what's the um? Where do all the uh, musicians play? Uh, Royal oh, Albert Hall. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, I think I think the E has gone. Well, WWF. Yeah, but they the nothing day. big though. Nothing like not like a big pay per view. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got it. I agree. They gotta they gotta do something there now. So to me, all right. So we'll f- hopefully we'll you know work that out. Um. So the next week, are we doing Collision in Korea? Yeah, probably. I think we should do Let's it. Let's do Collision in Korea to open up June. Yep. Unless, um, unless we come up with a better idea. No, I, I like that. I like Collision. It was a good card, actually. Yeah. <coughs> I thought it was a good card, you know? Especially the main event I liked. I oh, watched. Yeah. I, I watched it uh, again, like, the other day uh, on, on a bus. So, this fucking Knicks are getting destroyed. Uh, eight, oh, no, not really destroyed. 
but uh, they're down 80, 86 to 72 going into the fourth quarter. All right. That's going to be it for us tonight. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, hope you enjoy uh, the pay-per-view this weekend. If you ha- if It's a holiday weekend, so it is Memorial Day. Please mm-hmm. uh, take, a, take a minute to just realize why you have the day off if you do. Yep. And, um, you know, remember all the guys and girls who made the sacrifice for us. And uh, remember that uh, that's why the reason why you get to sit home and barbecue on your fat ass. Absolutely. And, and eat chips and beat Deborah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, you guys all know the social media handles and TermicalThrowbacks.com, obviously. Pro Wrestling Tees is having a Memorial Day sale. Go buy one of our shirts. We have five shirts. You know what? I think I'm going to buy myself a Mook Tang shirt. Mook Tang. Mook Tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, we love you guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate it. Especially Hammer the Thief. Um, and uh, you might hear from us on Sunday. We, you, you don't know. Thank you very much for all your help tonight, guys. We love you. And uh, have a great see till next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And uh, we'll see you next week. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>